0: If you come and apply for the job as a sports sales representative on WQAM, you too can enjoy fabulous in-depth meetings every Monday morning when Luann, the sales manager, like, throws stuff at you because you're not up to your quota. She throws food at people. I saw her do that. You did? You scre- yeah, and then throw, throw it at.
1: Can I get a name?
0: We'll do that tomorrow morning. Okay. We'll go in depth it. because in depth tomorrow, name you names. can apply and we will name names. We will throw people under the bus. Hey, they're not here anymore. That's why we need a new salesperson. This is true too. Creeper and Zach another a great job. Goldie, you folks, Josh Beckett, thanks to you too. Have a nice day in paradise, everybody on QAM.
2: Last for the Florida, This is South Florida's only real Miami, Fort Lauderdale. A busy podcast. WQAM.com.
3: World, 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 world. Thanks to Mo and Guilty for the food and corkies, which is really for us anyway, I know. And uh, Muffin's a tank one. Very good. better. Than sex.
1: I like dick a lot, she gained
2: acclaim with her breakout performance in The People vs. Larry Flint. Now, Courtney Love takes the theater by storm, appearing in the classics at the Seattle Repertory Playhouse. See her riveting performance as Lady Macbeth in a Scottish Play.
4: Is this the mother f***ing dagger I
5: see before me?
2: As Blanche DuBois in A Streetcar Named Desire.
5: I've always relied on the kindness of strangers. Sucker.
6: And of course, Saint Joan by George Bernard Shaw.
4: Get that torch away from me, you motherfucking sucking bastards!
2: Yes, Courtney Love plays the classics this spring at the Seattle Repertory Playhouse.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out of my fucking face.
7: are your tickets today.
5: Son of a fucking mother.
3: Fucking hey, she can't help it. She's got a potty mouth. Okay, that's what she said. That's what she blamed for her arrest over there in London yesterday. She's got a potty mouth and she can't help it. If you're noticing right off the bat that we're not doing the noon to one hour and the nine to ten hour, uh, I Schmidt can't that idea. Bad idea. George liked it. Nobody liked it. it. I don't care. You got your free food. Shut up. Thanks, Howard. Although we didn't get the first Thanks, Mo and Geldy, for the free uh, food from Corky's, even though it was for us. See, evidently what happened is somebody heard me begging and then you chiming in and begging and begging and pleading, almost even worse than Rimmer for free food. We'll tell you the Rimmer story in a little bit, by the way, about Pizza Lot. But anyway, and they uh, told them that it was for the guys on a morning show. So they sent a note with the food. For Howard uh, David and uh, Steve Goldstein uh, from our friend your friends at Corky's. Well, it wasn't for them at all. They didn't even know what that was all about. Now, Geldy was nice enough to come in here and say, uh, Oh,
4: yeah, uh, thanks, uh,
3: whatever he said, you know. I saw Mo in the hallway, and he didn't say anything about the food. He didn't thank me, didn't, uh, huh? Didn't bond, didn't ask nope. how I was feeling. In fact, I think it was a plot. You notice because there wasn't any brisket. It was potato pancakes with potato latkes and French toast chunks, which I've never seen that before in my life. And, man, that was good. Yeah, they were. How do what? you describe that? They're like chunks of They didn't of even need bread. syrup or anything. No. Just, uh, no, because they're already sweet. Like they're pure like bread, bread and sugar, pure up, carbohydrate, which I'm the like really <laughs> Oh, man. Sprinkled lightly with powdered sugar. Oh. So, and I came in this morning. My blood sugar was great. This is going to be the new deal. Uh, well, the 9 to 10 hour will be what ailment does Neil have this morning? That's gonna be it. Yesterday was those stogies. Man, those things are killers. Those little cherry stogies. No more of those, Derek! Okay? No more of that crap. <laughs> Thought we had our first call today, then. W-Q-I-M. Okay.
8: Not to speak to Neil. I beg your pardon? Not to speak
3: to Neil. Where are you calling from? Uh, 95. Okay, let's go to a call on I-95. Hello? Neil? Yes, sir. Yes? Yes. Yeah. is this Neil? Yes, it is.
8: Neil, uh, pick alert. Corner of a commercial and power line. Picking it, pick it, pick your nose and biting your nail. Be bigger,
3: okay, thanks for the alert. You're welcome. Okay. Chew very slowly, by the way. I got a better story on that uh, thing in San Francisco about the marijuana trial. I got a better story than the one I had. Thank you. Whoever faxed that, we'll get to it. No, that whole business about the 9 to 10 hour, we're just, uh, we can't capitulate to that. We're just going to have to do our 4 hour show. We can't, like, start and stop. It just doesn't work. That was a bad idea, George. No, actually, it was Carlos's idea. Wasn't it? Yeah. It Idiot. Was, uh, his You know, just because you've been here for a couple of months and got a couple of paychecks, don't start playing program director. We got enough program directors already, more than we can count. So don't start uh, playing Butch Boss. Oh, yeah, I think you guys ought to, like, oh, uh, uh, yeah. But out. Uh, Here's the poll result from yesterday. See, if they want to hear the show, they got to tune in at nine. If they have other things, if they're dawdling at other places, well, <clears> to them, okay? When they get here, they'll get here. It's like coming into the mo- in a movie in the middle of the movie. What's the point? Huh? Like turning on Smallville last night in the middle half of the show. Yeah. Who well, I'm sorry. An idiot. George missed half of Smallville last night. He's out. You're out. It was a good show. That was the best Smallville ever, I think.
9: Bad Clark is always good.
3: Bad Clark is always good. He had that red uh he had the red uh, socket rocket in his pocket or something like that. And boy he just was going ap'em and then all of a sudden, damn it, that thing fell out. Just about when she was about to unbuckle his pants too. Chloe. Wouldn't you know it? Yeah. Wouldn't you know it, Chloe? Bitch. And luckily, uh, you know, she uh lost all her memory. Of course Lana, she lost her memory at birth because she didn't have any. No. She's got like little raisinettes in spite of what you say. I still say Chloe's higher than she is. But boobs. who really gives a crap? I never what? Said she had big boobs, Lana. You said she had some. I think that Lex Luthor's got bigger knots on his forehead than she's got on her chest. But at any rate, oh, we're good on the back of his head. And I don't have my poster from the Sun Sentinel. I must have thrown it out. With a brand smart section. Damn it. Huh? Well, they showed last night what it looked like, and everybody had all their clothes on, so who the hell needs that? We're not interested in if people got all uh, got their clothes on. We asked yesterday, which of these people are you most convinced is gay or bisexual? The usual stellar response, 1,282 votes. Now, guess who didn't get any? This may come as a tremendous shock to you. All right. Uh Jeff Goldblum.
10: Didn't yeah, I don't
3: uh, get that either. I don't think they know who that is. He was in The Fly. Anybody remember The Fly? Of course not. He's annoying. Is... I never thought he was He gay. is very annoying and very, like, jewy looking You know what I mean? Well. Uh Shepard Smith from MSNBC. Shepard Smith, he didn't get any. And I don't think necessarily that I ever thought that he was gay. Just strange. He's an alien. Like, what's his name? The uh, dark kid was saying on the Smallville last night, screaming at Clark, uh, he's an alien, he's an alien. He was screaming that. Yeah. He's I'll out of this it. world. Shepard Smith, who's an alien on MSNBC, he didn't get any. And Daniel Gay Lewis didn't get any. Now, going back up on top. Guess who won, Carlos? Guess who won by a landslide? Who these people out there think are most convinced is gay or bi? Jorge. Well, I'll give you five. Five thousand guesses. Who it is? Hello, George. George Rodriguez, two hundred and twenty votes. Let's hear it for George. Oh! But the, no, no, you, I'm still not going to You've go got good you. company, though. I know. Dennis, the chronic caller slash Catholic champion, chronic Dennis. They think you're a gay uh, Dennis. He has a wife. Because you know. like I've told him many, many times, nobody is that hysterical, that homophobic. That of course it's kind of that Catholic Church priest cover up thing, you know?
9: No, I think he's a, a level unto himself with that. Is he? One hundred eighteen votes for Dennis the Chronic.
3: Tom Cruise 105, who's holding another press conference in about five minutes to tell you that he's not gay. See, I I hate to break the news to all you entertainers out there, but when you hold press conferences and when you file lawsuits, by the way, nice going, Leona Helmsley, 11 million for that queen. Tom Cruise had 105. Prince had 90. Ricky Martin, who was a late addition, and I have no idea why, it was Carlos' fault, he had 57. Troy Aikman, Troy the boy had 50. Janet Reno, 49. She was right on Troy's ass. And Jeff Garcia, who is also a little bit of a late addition. Jeff Garcia, he is just strange. 49. Little Brian Norcross had 42. Merv Griffin, 35. Hillary Clinton, 33. Bill Kamal, who gets beat out by Brian Norcross, who is obviously still the official Weather Fairy. But Miss Kamal, who is Weather Fairy Jr., had 31. Jody Foster, 31. You don't think she's a dyke, do you? Uh, Did I say Jeff Gordon, 28? Mike Piazza, 28. Mayor Alex Pinga-Pecania, 25. Nice going, Alex. Justin from American Idol. What's his name, Justin? Uh... Grimes. Justin. Gr- Grimey Justin. I don't know what it is. We don't care. He's really also bizarre. Oh, and guess who's going to be on Smallville next week? I give up. I don't know what his name. Kid used to play on Guiding Light. Oh, oh. I have no idea. Well, isn't that important? Uh, Brian Andrews. Little Brian Andrews had 20 votes over there at Channel 7 News. He, uh, flitting around over there. Justin Tinkerbell had 60. 16. Matt Damon, 16. Oh, Matt, Matt Damon should be a lot higher than that. I'm convinced now. He's, he's another in, alien. He's in a new movie. Why is it that every movie he was in, he plays some uh, fag? Why is that? Coincidence. Okay. Uh, Barry Manilow, 15. Ricky Williams, 15. That's that's bad. I'm going to complain to Dolphin Management about that. That Ricky Williams is a better butch up a little bit, just because he ran for 2,000 yards Dan near. Puff Diddy Daddy, he had 14. Richard Gere, 14. From American Gerbilow. Cordell Stewart, 12. A lot of football players on here, huh? Paul Schaefer from David Letterman. Even though he's got a wife and 14 kids, we don't care. We still believe at 12. You you do. Ari Fleischer, 10. And Grieke Iglesias had 10. Remember Enrique? Yeah, him. Kevin Spacey, 10. Steve Young, 9. Another football player. Damn it. Ben Affleck, 8. He's holding a press conference right after Tom gets through. In fact, what they're going to do now is they're going to have press conferences with guys lined up. I'm not gay. And then I'm not either. Me either. Nope, not me. I'm going to a lot of time. Leo DiCaprio had only seven. J-Lo seven votes. They think she's a dyke. Wait till you hear who got six. Tied with Keanu Reeves is Kimba BoCamper. It's the name. You know, the, the dead giveaway was when it came on here last weekend. and said, meet Kimba. I think that was the giveaway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't you think? No. Don't do that again, Kim. Always a huh. big guy, and he could beat Bo- the crap out of all of us with one hand. Uh Keanu Reeves six. George Clooney five. Mike Tyson had five. Wayne Newton five. John Travolta five. Jimmy syphilis had five. Hey, butch up, Jimmy. Remember when Jimmy said I don't want to go into it. When he was supposed to get married the first time and like on his wedding day, changed his mind, like uh the whole thing. And Tony Cigaretto said, Well, uh, what? uh that that's what he said. <laughs> well uh, Yeah, he knew something, but he wasn't saying. Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy each have four and Winona Ryder as well. Kenny G have three. I mean, is it really worth going all the way down the list here? Gee. Lance Bass, three. Paul Stanley from Kiss, three. Henry Winkler, Robbie Alomar, three. Another jock. Missy, Misdemeanor, Elliot. All of these had two, okay? Missy, Misdemeanor, Elliot, two. Don Francisco, two. From um, Que Paso, USA. I mean, uh, Salvador Gigante. Well, I like Que Paso, USA better. Much better, show. Oh, no question. How you doing, Rocky, Echevarria, Stevie? Tommy Selleck, two. Elijah Wood had a pair. And Mike Myers had two. And with one apiece, the wonderful John Tesh. Let's hear the pian- the pianist stylings of John Tesh. Jeff Goldblum had one. Burt Reynolds had one. Who's also holding a press conference? Dave Damien, the Channel 10 weather guy, which I have no idea. I only know Don. Boy. Don. No. Oh, see, I haven't used that in a long time. Don. No. Do you know who Dave Damien is? No. No. Toby McGuire and Sinbad and Scott Wolf had one. Yanni and Matthew Broderick had one. Scott Wolf only had one, and he wanted one because they don't know who that is. Who? Party of five. Party in your pants, five. Scott Wolf floats like a butterfly and stings like a queen bee. It's 11 after 9 at 560 WQM, so that was kind of like for fun, you know, just for fun. Just for fun, unlike, of course, that bitch, that nasty, uh, miserable bitch that got sued for a million bucks. Man, <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty QM. Guys, what women really wanted Valentine's Day is for you to put a little thought and creativity into your gift. This year, express yourself in a fun and original way and say it with a Vermont teddy bear. Just call 1-800-829-Bear and a friendly bear counselor will help you pick from over 100 bears, handcrafted in Vermont and delivered in a colorful gift box with a free card and chocolate. Tell her she lights your fire with a new Burn Love Bear dressed like a hunky fireman with a love tattoo on his arm. Or say, I'm wild about you with a jungle love bear. They have an N officially licensed. Uh, wh- what is it? Oh, you know what? They do the uh, process, the word processor, and they don't re- re- retype these. Or read them.
9: Proof or, read them e- or read them or print them. spell like that. or anything.
3: Well, I've gotta tell you, Adam, we thought that you were a real guy, but you're just another sales hole. They have an officially licensed love-me-tender Elvis Bear, sending a Vermont teddy bear as creative and personal alternative to flowers, and it'll be around long after Valentine's Day to remind you of her of you. Center... Oh, <laughs> this is the worst. Send her cool. a bear to the office so their co-workers can see just how thoughtful and romantic you're pretending to be. Overnight and Valentine's Day, delivery is guaranteed, too. Call 1-800-829-BEAR. By the way, they love us at Vermont Teddy Bear, and we want to make sure that they understand it's not me. It's really bad copy. Blame it on Adam, okay? Give it to an, uh, an AE. As soon as we hire one, give it to somebody who knows what they're doing. Call 1-800-829-BEAR or shop online at VermontTeddyBear.com. This year, for Valentine's Day, say it with a Vermont Teddy Bear. Tell them that Neil told you to call 1-800-829-BEAR and tell them that Adam in Sales, he's an asshole.
2: My and local,
0: this is Sports Radio 560. Hey,
8: Take off those checkered pants. Thank you for calling S S T. Tony, how may I help you? I
4: just picked up my ninety two Accord from your lot, and there is a huge turd in the back seat.
8: A huge turd? Yes. And there's there's what in the back seat?
4: A a turd, a piece of a big ass human turd in the back seat of my car.
8: Ma'am, I assure you, our guys did not take a dump in your car. If you want to bring that car back, and we'll take a look at it.
4: You oh, you want to take a look at it? My car is fine. It's that big ass turd in the back seat. Okay, what okay. would you like me to do? I said, okay. How about I go to your house and pitch a loaf on your couch? How about that?
8: Ma'am, what would you like me to do to fix the situation?
4: I want somebody to come over here, get this turd out my back seat. That's not going to happen. What do you mean it's not going to happen? You can
8: bring the car here and we can take a look at it.
4: I am. I'm gonna bring it back there. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take a dump in every last car you got there. I'm gonna pee on your counter. I'm gonna do it all to show you how it feels. Okay. And you man. know what? You sound like a big burly man. It probably came out your ass.
8: Oh yeah, I I, I don't make it a habit of going out and taking a dump in the car. How though.
4: much do you weigh? Uh,
8: about 400 pounds. That's
4: your turn. That's, That's your my turn. Turd. Huh? Yes.
8: That came up from a 400 pound That's man, huh? This
4: is a 400 pound man, either that or a gorilla. Okay. I'm driving this car right to my lawyer's office, and I'm gonna let the whole world see. You're gonna be on the news this evening, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna get seven on my side. Watch. You're gonna be on the news. Can you describe the, the the piece of shit? I mean, what does it look like? You know what it is. It came out your ass. What the hell? You what kind of? Ask me what color. I tell you what. It smells ungodly. That's what it smells like. Smells, smells like you sold your ass to the devil. That <laughs> came from the pits of hell. Well, how big is it? How long is it? It's not as long as my arm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's fun. Why are y'all? This is not fun. I got a damn. Two by four in my back seat. You know, I think this. I think this some racial shit too. That's what this <laughs> is. Uh-huh. Uh, little kids are running away from it. <laughs> oh <my. laughs> I'm glad y'all find this funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you're probably on the steering wheel too, don't you? Oh, all right, all right. How how long does it look like it's been sitting there?
8: Steve is coming off
4: of it, okay? Steve <laughs> is coming off of it? Yes. I am taking it's this, it's this a fresh turd.
8: Okay. what you need to do is you need to bring that turd back and we'll match it up. We got a lineup, we'll match it up with the uh with the other turds that we have.
4: Well, what you need to do is learn how to use a toilet. You so say you're not going to
8: bring the curb back to me?
4: No. You know what?
8: Is this a sample?
4: No. I'm starting to like it. <laughs> you're going to keep it as a fact? Well, keep it, because it's a nice, look. you know what? It's a nice conversation piece. Okay, cool. Okay.
11: Hey, thanks, sir.
4: Oh, uh, thank <laughs> you
3: Then you're welcome. Okay, 20 after 9 at 560 WQM. Here's one. It's said, double-check your paper for the poster, the Smallville poster. No, thanks. It's folded up to about the size of a trade paperback book. Easy to miss. Also, it says it was a good episode until the end. I can't see these two thrill-seekers wearing their seatbelts, so why didn't they come crashing through the windshield when he caught the car? There's nothing like watching a show like Smallville, where uh, all these superhuman, uh, outer-space, alien-oriented stuff are going on and worrying about whether they were in their seatbelts and why they didn't come. Let's start analyzing each scene. Take it, uh, Lighten up just a little bit. Also, I was thinking he chased the car off the cliff and push it across, leaving him wondering if he really can fly. But like he told his dark complected friend and Chloe there, uh he ain't no comic book character, okay? He can't fly. You got it? Here's our poll today, and, of course, we got uh, the Secretary of State, the illustrious Colin Powell, going to be speaking to the U.N. today, starting at about 10.30. Are we going to be carrying that? No. Because they said he's going to speak for 90 minutes. Do you think we ought to carry that? No. Oh. We'll carry, like... Oh. uh Excerpts, you know, like every now and then when it looks like he might be saying something important like, uh, we don't have a smoking gun but we know they done it. The whole, the whole thing basically what it boils down to is double negatives. In other words, like us saying, uh, well we don't believe in God and you saying to me, prove there's no God. Uh Aha! See? I'm sure that there's a whole bunch of drugs in there in that room of yours in there. Positive. Isn't there? I wish. No, prove, prove there's not. Prove it's not there. Uh, so that's basically what it's all about. So we'll have like little excerpts like for the there, like that. Here's today's poll. What's your take on the war with Iraq? Several categories, as usual, to give you an opportunity to like fumble around all over the place. We've got six categories. All for it. Let's roll. I support it, but I'm nervous about it. Haven't, have not been convinced it's justified. I'm strongly against it. Let's take care of North Korea first or don't know. And, of course, anybody who does said don't know, like like that, I worry about those people. But every poll that's taken, like is it Wednesday or Thursday, don't know, not sure. Yeah. There's always at least 1% or 2% who aren't sure of anything. And, of course, those are in our audience. What's your take on the war with Iraq? All for it, let's rule. I support it, but I'm nervous about it. Haven't been convinced it's justified. I'm strongly against it. Let's take care of North Korea first, or don't know. And by the way, speaking of those people who are strongly against it, there are all these war protests, these anti-war protests going on, not just here in town, but all over America, all over the world. And yet, for some strange reason, your media can't seem to discover them. They can't find them. Right. Your local newscast, when we have one like we had yesterday, can't find it. Don't have time to talk about it. Now, if three aliens of any ilk... Gather at an intersection. You mean like the Raelians? Right. Well, then it's the lead story on the news. By oh. the way, anybody heard about the Raelians uh, lately? No. No. Anybody seen those babies, those cloned babies? No. no. Anybody believe it? No. no.
9: Won't see them no more. Yeah. Well, oh, oh, sure Sure you will. They'll pop up again. During the Elion stuff and all that, three green teeth gathered at an intersection. It's a rally. It's a rally. Right. That's right. But a war protest. With right. Well, and it's not about the yeah. INS building. Don't you remember right. They
3: like oh major protest, and they show the thing on the camera. There's like six yeah. people there. Right. In. right three of whom were just uh, lined up to get their visa or whatever, you know, <laughs> a MasterCard. Oh, brother, I'm telling you, you people in the media, you're crazy people. Like that, that's why nobody believes you anymore. That's why more and more people are searching. That's why more people ought to go to our website, even if they don't want to vote right. on our stupid poll every day, which is just for fun, and read some of the good bedtime stories we got on there. It's damn good stuff, which I just don't want to take the time to be ponderous and read all that crap on the air here because that's not what our audience wants. Our audience wants... <laughs> exactly. Very good. That's, that's exactly what they want. A lot of that. A lot of heavy-duty farts. Right? Farts All and burps long. and yucks and stuff like that. And turds like the one she found in her back seat. Steaming. <laughs> I guess it was a foot long. But at any rate, Courtney Love blames potty mouth for arrest. You bitch, you slut, you whatever you are. Courtney Love has blamed her bad language for the alleged air rage incident that led to arrest London's Heathrow Airport yesterday. As she left Heathrow's police station, Love said, I cussed at a lady. My daughter always said I had a potty mouth. No. Love, former lead singer of the band Hole and widow of Nirvana star Kurt Cobain, was arrested after accusations of verbally abusing crew members on a flight from L.A. She was later released with a caution for causing harassment, alarm, and distress after nine hours in custody. When asked what it had been like inside the police station, the singer said it was fine. They were wonderful in there. It was like being on prime suspect. <laughs> <laughs> she told reporters the brief verbal disagreement had been highly exaggerated. Love said she had complained that staff didn't let her friend sit in first class with her. When asked how she felt about her treatment at the hands of the airline, the singer said, I've always been flying British Airways for a long time and will continue to do so. It was my second time on Virgin, and my first time wasn't so great either. It was the second time she was a Virgin, and her first time wasn't too good either. How you like that? Courtney Love with a big, fat, disgusting, potty mouth. Who the hell needs, who cares about her anymore? Not, no oh, one I, know. I, like, I like her to elope with Deline uh, Sion. Deline the skion. Here's a good fact I got from a guy named Mirio. I will not use his last name, although he had the balls to put it on there. I won't use his last name because obviously we care about his safety. And the way things are going in America today. You just don't say, uh, opinions that are, uh, anti anything. Just don't do it. You don't even think them. It says war is not an option. I didn't vote yet on the poll. Uh, Okay, I voted on the poll. He says if the American people and the world community felt the grief, pain, and sorrow over the hundreds and thousands of children, mothers, fathers, and grandmothers, cousins, ordinary people of Iraq expected to be killed by Bush's war on Saddam Hussein like they have for the seven astronauts, war would not be an option. The Iraqi people are not Saddam Hussein nor the people responsible for the tower attacks. The destruction and death of the American weapons of mass destruction should not be an option for the vast majority of religious, peace loving and children loving Americans. The United States is the number one producer and user of weapons of mass destruction, such as in Hiroshima and the herbicide Agent Orange in South Vietnam, just to name a pair. The chemicals we dumped in Vietnam continues to move through the water and soil as a result. Children continue to be born with defects and many have leukemia. Bush and his administration and silent Americans will have blood on their hands for all the Iraqis and American servicemen and women killed on a pretext for national security. The American people can stop the Bush madness of mass killing in the name of peace and defense of this country. Signed, not a very proud American. Mario, and I won't use his last name because we, we fear for his safety. How do you like that? Nice gone, Mario, having the balls oh. to stand up and even put his name on it. Amen. Got a few votes on there to pull this up. What's your take on the war with Iraq? Strongly against the date. Haven't been convinced it's justified, five. I support it, but nervous about it, four. Let's take care of North Korea first, four. All for it, let's roll three. And don't know, one. There's there's always got to be one. Kind of like that Greg Reed
10: voice. Yeah,
3: like that. 27 after 9 at 560 WQM, all you guys out there, if you want to make a New Year's resolution to look better and have a real life in 2003 and it's already February, do something about it now. Call my good buddy Charles Alfieri and if nothing else, get some hair back and look younger and better than you have in a long, long time and probably better than you ever thought you could again because Charlie will make it look like you got your real hair back. It's the natural hairline system, the best in the business. He's got the latest technology that allows him to make it look like the hair's really grown out of your scalp instead of like some grotesque, awful, nasty-looking animal died right on top of your head. In fact, I saw somebody in the hallway this morning when I went out there to get the food and it looked like a whole bunch of animals just were resting there, just a pit stop. It was the pits. Anyway, Charlie's been helping guys for over 25 years. He can do the same for you at a very reasonable price. And if you mention Neil Rogers, when you call, he'll knock 200 bucks off the regular price of the natural hairline system. So the choice is yours. You can do that propitia or you can, t- <laughs> you can take and drill a bunch of holes in your head or you can take a lot of nasty stuff that's not going to do any good anyway. It won't work. But if you really want to look good, get the natural hairline system from Chuck Alfieri. Call him toll-free, and in no time at all, you'll look pretty spiffy. Call 1-800-321-2413. That's 1-800-321-2413, or log on to the website, charlesalfieri.com. Live,
2: Live. and local, this is Sports Radio 560, UAM, is
0: funny. A soap opera like nothing you've seen before. <laughs>
12: Excuse
4: me, esteemed father.
12: What is it, my child?
4: I have something I must tell you.
12: What is it, my daughter?
4: Oh, father, I am afraid to tell you.
12: Afraid to tell me? Your own father? I fear I will bring shame upon our family. Nonsense. I am your father. I love you very much. You must tell me what is wrong.
4: You promise you will still love me?
12: Of course, my sweet child. A father's love is not erased by a simple misdeed.
4: Very well. I am... I am pregnant.
12: (laughs) Oh, I see.
5: Do, Do you still love me, father?
12: Of course I do. But since you're pregnant and not married... Yes, Father? I'm afraid I must drag you down to the town square and, with the help of my friends and neighbors, stone you to death. <laughs> yes, my daughter. It is written that this is the punishment for what you have done.
5: Could you check again, Father? That <laughs> <laughs> I should only be grounded.
12: No, grounding does not work. I must have you stoned.
9: It's the first of all that focuses on a fundamentalist... Middle Eastern family.
12: May I speak with you, my esteemed husband?
9: Yes, what is it, my wife?
12: Oh, I have something to tell you. I am listening. I am having an affair. Oh,
10: I right. Where <laughs> are you
12: going? Oh, out to the backyard to collect some stones. Oh, do you mean... Yes, I must drag you to the town square, <laughs> where you will, of course, be stoned to death. You'll
9: be mesmerized as you follow the lives of the Ahmed family and how they deal with the many problems that plague them.
12: May I speak with you, my esteemed father? Yes, my son. (laughs) Father, last night I used illegal drugs. Well, what do you know? You are one lucky boy. (laughs) Oh, why is that, father? You are going to get stoned two nights in a row.
10: <laughs>
12: <laughs> you won't want to miss
0: the guiding
12: Shiite.
3: The guiding Shiite is shot on location
13: in Baghdad, Iraq.
3: <laughs> guiding Shiite, 933 at 560 WQAM. Launch woes downplayed workers say, oh, before we do that. So yesterday, George, of course, between George and Carlos in there, giving us a lot of bum steers, oh, tell us about this big concert that was going on next door in Clarence's office.
9: There was yelling.
3: There was. It was not yelling. They were like having a, a powwow. They're having a strategy session. They were planning like a bunch of crap in there, really loudly. Then and all animated. Well, so what's wrong with that? It's about time they got loud and animated. Okay, maybe, maybe somebody might hear them. Well, uh, and of course, guess who called the station, calling everybody who could find in the building, just salivating. Somebody who's like out there, like a, a um, vulture, waiting to hop in here on the carcass. I'll give you a clue. I dumped the bitch right now, Joe Rose. Oh, hey, really? And I tell you, he's a real yanta. Joe Rose was calling everybody. He was calling even the janitor. What's going on down there? What's going on down there? Is there that morning open again? Is that a, You know, that's what he told them. I dumped the bitch right now. Get out of here. Calm down, Joe. We like you a lot, but you're an idiot. Launch woes downplayed, workers say. Engineer damage study flawed. See, I mean, they had the ceremony up there at the Cape yesterday, and we saw all the people crying, and the president, and then Laura Bush were there, and everybody was duly uh, gr- uh, grief-stricken. But the fact of the matter is basically that this was almost like a suicide mission. Negligence, lack of funding, lack of paying attention to a space shuttle mission managers at a key January 24th meeting hastily approved a technical analysis that some shuttle engineers now say overlooked the fatal potential of debris damage to Columbia. The engineers told the Orlando Sentinel that the analysis presented eight days after the launch was guided by false assumptions and was colored by the grim realization that nothing could be done to save Columbia's seven astronauts in a worst-case scenario. Other concerns about the severity of the debris strike were also downplayed, according to some shuttle workers. And there's a picture that they've got to show the big dent in the left wing. But for some strange reason, the American networks have all declined to show it. Canadian networks are showing it. It looks like uh, somebody ran their Humvee into the side of your uh, SUV, is what it looks like. A big, big-ass dent. Unlike Challenger, there was no way to prevent this, but the same scenario played out a Johnson Space Center engineer said. A problem was identified, but by the time it got to management, it was sugar-coated. Huh. How about that? Just like the O-rings on the Challenger, remember right. that scientists warned him about that days before the launch? Shut up. And about if they freeze up and it's too cold and don't you dare, etc. Well, uh, they wanted to get it done in time for Reagan's inauguration speech, so let's take a, sh- a shot, you know? State of the Union. What did I call it? Inauguration. Well, whatever the hell it was, a stated in the speech. I I forgot what it was. If it's good enough for him, yeah. I got all that potato pancakes and that uh, French toast in my head. I think it's a plot. I think Moe must have like planted it out there. In fact, maybe they did call Corky's and have him bring
14: it in. I'd dump the bitch right now. I'm
3: sure you would. I'm sure you would. So anyway, this story about the pot trial in San Francisco, this is so typical of what's going on with your federal government these days, with your goose stepping government. What's your take on the war with Iraq? Let's take a look at our poll first before we get into the pot story. And this guy who now is facing up to 85 years in jail, and the entire jury says, uh, we were we were given wrong information. If we'd have known what the consequences were and what the real deal is, we wouldn't have convicted him at all. But we'll get to that. 89 votes, strongly against the war, 29, haven't been convinced it's justified, 19. All for it, let's roll, 16, that's 17.9%. Rounded off to... Almost there. Rounded off to... uh, I support it, but I'm nervous about it. Eight, eleven. Let's take care of North Korea first, ten. And don't know, no clue... Four. In an unusual show of solidarity with the man that convicted last week, five jurors in the trial of medicinal marijuana advocate issued a public apology to him yesterday and demanded that the judge grant him a new trial. The jurors said they'd been unaware that the defendant... Ed Rosenthal was growing marijuana for medicinal purposes, allowing uh, allowed since 1996 under California state law. When they convicted him on three federal counts of cultivation and conspiracy, he's to be sentenced in June and faces a minimum of five years in prison and up to 85 years. I'm sorry, doesn't begin to cover it," said one of the jurors, Marnie Craig, a property manager in Nevada, California. It's the most horrible mistake I've ever made in my entire life, and I don't think that I personally will ever recover from this. The judge in the case, Judge Charles Breyer, of federal district court, has, had barred Mr. Rosenthal's defense from mentioning the state law because he was indicted under federal law, which was not, does not allow the growing of marijuana for any purpose. When he was arrested last February, Mr. Rosenthal was cultivating starter plants in a warehouse that were to be distributed to seriously ill patients by medical marijuana clubs in the San Francisco Bay Area. Mr. Rosenthal, who lives in Oakland, was acting in his official capacity as an officer of the city under Oakland's medical mi- marijuana ordinance, Oakland officials said. In a statement read outside the federal courthouse there, the five jurors joined by an alternate said they would not have voted to convict Mr. Rosenthal if they had been allowed to consider the California law. The group said they represented the views of at least two others who had served on the 12-member panel. In good faith, we as jury members allowed ourselves to be blindfolded to weigh in the evidence before us, the statement said. But in this trial, the prosecution was allowed to put all of the evidence and testimony on one side of one of the scales, while the defense was not allowed to put its evidence and testimony on the other scale. Therefore, we were not allowed as a jury to properly weigh the case. One by one, the jurors stepped up to a and apologized to Mr. Rosenthal, his wife Jane Klein, and their daughter Justine, who stood nearby. We as a jury were truly kept in the dark, said Charles Sackett of Sebastopol was the jury foreman. I never want to see this ever happen again. In a striking demonstration of how deep the divide remains between federal and California laws on medicinal uses of marijuana, the jurors were joined by the San Francisco District Attorney and two members of the San Francisco Board of Supervisors. Eight other states allow the sick and dying to smoke or grow marijuana with doctor's recommendation. This really is a travesty, Matt Gonzalez, the board's president, said of the court's decision to exclude the state law from Mr. Rosenthal's defense. The jurors have been violated by this court, Mr. Gonzalez said. Before holding the news conference, the jurors attended a hearing during which the U.S. Attorney's Office asked that Mr. Rosenthal's bail be revoked. Let me say it again. The U.S. Attorney's Office asked that Mr. Rosenthal's bail be revoked. Judge Breyer ruled, however, that Mr. Rosenthal was not likely to flee and let him remain free on $200,000 bond pending his sentencing. Though none of the jurors made their feelings known to the judge at the hearing, where five of them in the alternate sat in the front of the courtroom, Mr. Sackett said he was certain their presence helped persuade the judge to allow Mr. Rosenthal to remain free. We didn't say a word, Mr. Sackett said. We're not disrespectful. We just wanted to make a statement. Mr. Rosenthal's lawyer said they'd filed a a motion to have the indictment against Mr. Rosenthal dismissed. If that fails, they said they'll file a motion for a new trial. If that should also fail, the lawyer said they'll appeal to the United States Court of Appeals. How do you like that? But the U.S. Attorney's Office has Mr. Rosenthal's bail be revoked because he's a dangerous and hardened criminal. Right on. A seed planter, a pot grower, for medicinal purposes only, which is allowed under California law. Sure, that's what he said. But don't bother telling that to the jury because the federal government wants to put everybody's ass in jail, ladies and gentlemen. Zine America, baby.
2: Five and local. This, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. <laughs> QAM.
3: By Santis, Orsland scored a winning goal for Anaheim last night. Packwood
4: can't keep his pecker in his pants.
3: going of come face,
4: plays. <laughs>
6: again.
3: 45, 560, WQM, 132 votes on there, and isn't that interesting? What's your take on the war with Iraq? I'm strongly against it, 43. Haven't been convinced it's justified, 26. All for it, let's rule 24, that's 18.1%. Aren't you surprised that those people are all for it, like... uh, Shocked. 18%. I support it, but I'm nervous about it, 20. Let's take care of North Korea first, 13, and don't know... 6. Don't know. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty Don no on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line us nine to ten hour we'll still do that because we don't want to have you guys having you know work work too hard in there during the nine to ten hour especially while our blood sugar is like swirling all around and trying to adjust and find a happy medium after all those potato pancakes and chunks of uh, French toast is
9: that John Edward or the other gay guy?
3: Thanks a lot to our friends at Corky's even though they sent it to the wrong show. Do not be sent in mono food no more please unless we get it. WQAM, oh. yes sir.
9: Jeffrey
15: from West Palm Beach on the mobile like to make a comment about Challenger. Go right ahead. Oh, thank you. How are you doing, now? Okay. Uh, first of all, the Palm Beach Post, uh, in the main section, I don't know if in the accent section, has a big spray on a guy who wrote a long story. Uh, you mentioned that they wanted to send this shuttle up uh, to coincide with Reagan's uh, State of the Union address. Yes. You're also forgetting the PR effort to put the teacher into space.
3: Right. I'm not forgetting that. Okay, because, good. Because when they gave the president the word that they had exploded, he said, Oh, is that the one with the school teacher on it? Yeah, very, of course, we were in the Cold War
15: then, so it was real important uh, to send them up at all right. costs.
3: send them a message. Yep. Thank you, guy. Thank you. Of course, Ronnie forgot all about that by now, I'm sure. 5 Isn't it amazing how he just keeps, uh, I don't know. What? Living? Whatever it is. Whatever you'd want to call it. Pretty mm-hmm. amazing. Five, six, seven, because there are a lot of people who thought that he was like, kind of like back then, too. That he wasn't quite all right. Well, uh, but he did remember his lines. Yeah, but he looked good up there with the hair. He did? Dippity doing his hair. With, with all the that of, shoe polish, that right? black, uh, <laughs> <key> <laughs> shoe polish in his hair? That's it. Not my type. WQAM. How
14: you doing, Leo? Okay, sir. Listen, I set my, uh, resume down to screw in. I, <laughs> thought, I, would, I thought I would call you to get you the like inside sports? poop.
3: But you gotta love sports, first of all. You gotta be a sports nerd. You have to have a, a blow up OJ doll at home or else you don't qualify.
15: Well, can I sell your
3: show? No, no. They're, they're, oh, I... That's not the salespeople that are involved with these shows. It's they're involved with the ball games, like that's the it. like the Marlins <laughs> and stuff like that.
7: Oh Christ!
3: Yeah, that's what, that's, rather... <laughs> that's why everybody left here. That's what they said. I'd rather stick with what I'm doing, cleaning out toilets. Good, good, good thinking. Have a great day, sir. Okay. Good, luck. good choice. Yeah, call up Screw Anne if you. You'll notice even George pointed that out there. In the last time we played that silly ass thing. If you love sports, if you're obsessed with sports, if you're a sports nerd, right. in spot. that's how it starts out. Because aside from that, nothing else really counts. And you're willing to work for a real nasty, hateful bitch. I don't want to hear it again. Even Moe was saying that screw was a nasty bitch and throws food at people. See, he started to butch up a little bit. Well, I guess I guess when he realized I saw him out there in the hallway with that thing crawling around on his side, I guess he figured he'd to like, cover up for it. I saw it, Mo. It was moving. It was alive. At least part of them is anyway, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the a t and uh, t. the one thing you put in here that I love the best is take off those checkered pants. I love that, thank you carlos w q a m
14: hey, uh, please forgive me if you've already talked about this this morning, but I just turned on your show. We forgive you. um what happened at w r m f yesterday morning?
3: I don't know. What did happen to him?
14: Well, I was surfing around, and I came in there, and there was a message saying, this is the general manager of WRMF, and if you heard our morning show this morning, we apologize if you were offended. We don't know if you're going to hear the same DJs tomorrow. Really? And, yeah.
3: Must be the word police are out after them now. I mean, they're making the rounds after everybody.
14: Well, I'm sure Rick
16: and Suds are poised to attack.
3: Okay, we'll pass it along. Thanks. Thanks. We'll find out for you. How do you like that WRMF? Maybe they mentioned what the AMF stood for in WRMF. You think so? Maybe. Or they made an insensitive joke. Mighty fine. Made an insensitive joke. Or maybe they made a politically incorrect joke. (laughs) Something like that. Ooh. Oh, guess who's going to be on Larry King tonight at 9 o'clock? Yo, you already told me. Condoleezza's is going to be on 9 o'clock tonight. And you do respect her a lot, don't you? No. Oh, neither do I. And I won't be watching. I'll be at the hockey game. WQAM. Hey, how
16: you doing? Pretty good, sir. All right. um, I'm calling from Fort Lauderdale.
3: Well, nobody's perfect.
16: <laughs> Am I oh, I'm on the air?
3: It sounds just like you.
16: Oh, get out. Oh,
3: listen, Okay, I would uh, like to get bye. out right now. Can you go take a nap after all this blood sugar problem i got. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. You know, those potato pancakes, I, man, your head starts spinning like Linda Blair, like a dreidel in heat.
16: <laughs> I became a dedicated listener to you guys. You guys are outstanding. Yes, we are. Oh, yeah. Although we out. don't
3: love sports. I like sports a little bit. George hates it, and Carlos do not understand it. But we're oh, not sports yeah, lovers, which is why we stand out above the rest years. of these sports, the jock-sniffing crowd. But go ahead. You were saying, okay. as Donnie uh, he likes I, to say, you wanted to my, say.
16: My opinion on this, uh, um, going into Iraq, I think it's a fatal mistake. Yeah. And, and, um, it's going to be fatal is... for
3: a lot of people, I'll tell you that.
16: I know. And uh, for him for him to tell him to throw down his arms, you know, it's like uh, during the American Revolution. It's like the British coming over here to tell us to throw down our arms.
3: Lay down your and arms.
16: I By guess, the Cordets, I, I remember that. Fear.
3: Lay down your arms. Remember that song, George? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Probably, but I don't I think,
16: think I don't think those people should um, um, become um, defenseless. You know, when yeah. somebody's coming to attack.
3: Them. Well, I'll tell you one thing: they're scared crapless. And like that Time Magazine thing, eighty four percent of the Europeans think the U.S. is the most dangerous country in the world right now. We got them scared. If that was our goal in all of this—to scare the crap out of the world—we're uh, doing a good job of it.
16: Oh yes, we are, and it's not. Um, there's no smoking guns. Every time they come up with something, and I'm been waiting for it, and there's nothing.
3: Well, let me let me ask nothing. you this: Where are you right now? Where are you calling from? From a house? From a building? From a car?
16: Oh, no, I'm on the cell. You're what? I'm on the cell phone. Welcome but to my I mean, world. Where are you? Um, uh, In Fort Lauderdale.
3: No, no, I don't mean that, but like, like in a place, day, a, this in a building? Oh, no, 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 I'm in a um, uh, vehicle. In a vehicle. Okay, well, let me ask you. Uh, do you have drugs in your vehicle? No. Prove it. There you go. See? There you go. All right.
16: You I made th- this one point. I think you got license. them.
3: I think you got them. And what we're going to do is we're going to what we'll do is we'll have you we will trace the call. We'll have them pull you over the authority of the pot police, and they'll they'll search your car. They'll tear it all apart. And if we don't find anything, you know what? That'll show us that you're doing a real good job of hiding it.
16: Right. Somewhere. And then I might be convicted <laughs> for hiding that. Right. That's right. right exactly.
3: Now you're catching on.
16: Right. And so I think that's a whole bunch of crap. I can't wait for this administration um, get the hell up out of the office Amen. and have some kind of decent administration come in there.
3: Almost anybody at this point, maybe even Absolutely. the real Alfred E. Newman. Okay, have a great day, pal. All right, and drive very drive much. like How a much. bat out of hell when you hear those sirens. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're after you. Well, prove that you don't have drugs in there right now. Do you? Don't no. believe it. Don't believe it. See, they're lying about it. I'm they're hiding lying. them. See, it reminds me of that scene from um, Monty Python, The Life of Brian. Wasn't that the one where they said, uh, "He who is the savior will deny it." Right. Right. I'm not the savior. I'm not the savior. And then he said, they I say, see, you. he denies it. Okay, I am the savior. I, I oh! see do it. It's kind of a lose-lose situation is what it is. Lose-lose. Well, we don't have a smoking gun. And then, of course, they got those big, uh, missiles. Of course, there wasn't anything in them. There was nothing see, in them. See, they're him. hiding the content. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, boy.
14: WQAM. Hey. Yes, know. yes, sir. Of those ones,
15: trade. Yes. Already paying, already paying dividends.
3: Yeah, he got the winning goal line. Don't play that thing. I changed my mind. I'll talk about whatever I want to. Don't play Rimmer. Oh, and thank you, but it reminds me of the Rimmer story. So anyway, Rimmer, oh, my God, he calls me yesterday to announce to me. If it's free, it's me. Yeah, well, we know that. Well, it's brownie points for the fact that he went into pizza loft with his whole family over this last uh, weekend. Family's down here visiting, the son and daughter, because it's uh, All-Star Weekend. Going to the pizza loft in David. Jeff Cohen wasn't there, and he paid for the entire meal. No discount paid for the whole thing. So on the one hand, it sounded like he wanted brownie points for it, but on the other hand, he made it very clear he wasn't too happy about it, Jeff, because his name isn't in the computer. I guess Jeff's got a computer. There with names of people who get freebies like me and Scott Cowan. Right. Anybody else? Al Goldstein. I don't know who else. Much of low like us. But at any rate, and uh, Jeff's name isn't in there. I mean, uh, Jeff Rimmer. So he had to pay the entire thing. So I would, I, promi- I had to promise him that I'd come out of here today. Didn't have to, but I did because I'm a very good guy. And uh, bitch and bellyache that Jeff Cohen uh, didn't have his name in there. So we had to pay the whole thing. Full price. <laughs> this is after they drove across the street from his $2 million house, his brand-new house that he had built, to his specs. Yeah, the tears are rolling down George's eye. Who still wants to know where the free lunch is, Rimmer, okay? He still wants to know where the free meal is. Just have a seat. If it's free, it's me. Yeah, and where's my $14, too, as a matter of fact? So the best thing is, yesterday, I'm looking, I have a a box in a drawer in my room, my bedroom. That's got like all business cards and all that kind of stuff that I've accumulated over the last few years that people give me. And I rather than have it in my wallet, which would weigh six hundred pounds, and I got a fat enough ass already, I stick it in this box. So I'm looking for something specific in there and I find a card somebody gave me and it says, free meal for Rimmer on the card. (laughs) So I look at the card and it's some one of my listeners, somebody who also is obviously a Panther fan or knows who Rimmer is, who's got a restaurant in an Italian restaurant in New York. So when the Panthers play, the Rangers or the Islanders when in the city. He invites Rimmer to come in here and eat for free. So I tell him that I had found this card. I went and I got it out of the box. And he says, oh, save that, save that. I can use it when we go to New York. Like the famous time we ate at Ruth Chris, and they picked up the tab, and they put that nice card. Instead of putting a check on the table at the end of the meal, they put a very lovely card down there. Thank you so much. We always enjoy having you. Please accept this meal as uh on a house. And I'm about to take the card and put it like whatever save the card for next time, he says.
9: Save that card for next time. Like it's a coupon?
3: Yeah. Like they won't (laughs) remember that it was the last time with the premium. (laughs) So if there's anybody who ever told you an honest thing is if it's free, it's me.
2: We are sports radio five (laughs) sixty QAM
17: Hey Whitney has a pair.
18: The temperature is zero. It is cold. It is so freaking cold. And I cringe every time the wind blows. In my pants, something is shrinking. I'm so cold, I can't.
7: He is one good-looking guy.
18: That's because it's zero, baby. And I cannot feel my toes. There's a tingling in my fingers. And my private parts are froze. My nose is about to fall off. There's a cloud every time that I call. And my hands are blue. They are turning numb. They might amputate my thumbs. That's because it's zero, baby. Can barely move my mouth. Oh no, I'm a red hot Latin lover. But first I need to be thought out. Yes, I need to be thought out. That's because it's evil.
3: 1002 at 560. WQAM. It's cold, all right. Let me heat it up for you. Anyway, it's our big 10 to 11 hour, and then we got the 11 to noon hour, and then noon to 1, we got the uh, Comedy Bits hour. Why is he like all bundled up in there? You know something? And now I know who did it in here last night. Turn the uh, thermostat up. He did. He must be another one of these frigid people like you that's always uh, frozen. The rooms are imbalanced. It was 76 degrees in and here. Not everybody's I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, is it, is it the potato pancakes? Was it the French toast Having chunks? A sugar reaction. And I'm looking on there. It's 75.7. It was shut on shed on 75. And now it's shut on 71 because I turned it down. And now it's starting yes. to get a little cool. And he's like all hunched up it's with a fine. jacket on there like he's in the Arctic Circle or something, jerk. Man, what is wrong with you? So anyway, we'll be playing comedy if it's noon to one. We're going back. Uh, whatever whatever prompted me to do that? Was it Eric's idea or Carlos? Oh, no, it was a dead-ass morning. It was your idea. It was a bad idea. Of doing 9 to 10. Uh, that uh, was a bad idea. Let's do it again. No, I'm not going to do it again. Well, start 10 to 11 might be good. <laughs> no, seriously, that was a terrible idea. It's just so damn frustrating that these people over here, they move so slowly, you know. Well, uh, they understand that this show really ought to be on from 10 to 2 or else was, uh, something. And they're thinking about it. They're examining it. They're uh, putting a stethoscope up there, each other's ass. They're considering. They're holding hands. They're uh, calling signals in the uh, huddle, you know, whatever they're doing. And In the meantime, we're like, well, so we'll do the best we can. That's all we can do, you know. It can't be better than number one. We'd like to have a bigger number than that. And, of course, if George wouldn't chase him away in the summertime and I'd stop reading bedtime stories, then maybe we might have the younger audience back. But I don't. I'm sorry. Huh? Now we don't, we don't care if they're a 100. We don't give a crap. As long as they listen, well, even if they hate us like poison. Now, I do want to say this. The poll that we're taking right now, it goes to show you, I've always told you that the the people who tend to be politically a little on the right, if you catch my drift, <laughs> that they're a little more dedicated than the rest of us. And so as a result, now it's up to 23%. It was right there at 18%, which it always seems to be the Bush people, you know, the ones who would follow them over the edge of a cliff, kind of like you saw in Smallville last night. But Clark won't be there to catch us. Damn it. So I would just suggest that those people who are like rural protesters and have other ideas might want to, like, get heavy duty on a poll also, since they're loading it up. I checked to make yeah, sure we weren't we weren't being freaked by those freak assholes, you know, the ones who like to love. I mean, it's it's like a bunch of little children. Ah, uh, we're going to get in there, we're going to show them, we're going to, like, twist the results of the poll, as if that changes anybody's opinion, which it does not. Just stupid. People with too much time on their hands want to go out and do something constructive, like playing golf. Speaking of people with too much time on their hands, Rimmer. What's your take on the war with Iraq? I'm strongly against it, 54. Haven't been convinced it's justified yet, 54. That's 49.6% right there. All for it, let's roll, 50, 23% out of 218 votes. I support it, but I'm nervous about 29 Let's take care of North Korea first. Twenty-two, and don't know, as in yeah. nine, nine votes. They just they don't know. They're busy watching other people play golf. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. We're doing screenless today, by the way, George. Oh, I want to put a lot of pressure on you because you've exerted so much energy, gesticulating and uh, Rumpelstiltskin in there for uh, Carlos. What is he screaming about anyway? What's he getting all, like, motivated? I I know it's nothing. Probably about something, that stupid blind date thing you're watching in the morning. And he's bouncing up. And Even uh, Muff came in here and said, gee, the walls are shaking. If you were that animated when you were on the air, we'd have at least a five share anyway. You might have a number instead of all these people saying that you're a mumbler and uh, terminally boring. If you got that animated on the air like I do, all these people, uh, both of your listeners, no, seriously. Get a little more animated on the air. Save it the energy for when you're on the air, not like off the air when nobody's paying any attention. You think he gives a crap? He couldn't care less what you're talking about. anything. He couldn't care. Just give him the dollar seventy five an hour, let him take a few fag breaks out there, go outside in front, and that, that's all he cares about. Come in here at night and diddle with my computer. Did he get a raise he doesn't know about? A dollar five? Fifty eight cent an hour net. Five six seven oh five sixty, pound five sixty. On the AT&T and Verizon line. Now, we could put on Colin Powell at uh, 10.30 when he's going to start speaking at the U.N., but we won't. Not that we don't want to put some of it on, but he's going to be talking for an hour and a half, and we can't afford the luxury. Uh, people that want to see it. It's on all the networks, okay? Exactly. Plus, there's no smoking gun. You got it? We know you're hiding it from us. We know you're really no threat to us, but we don't really care about that since uh, this deal was decided a y- over a year ago, last January, when right. Karl Rove said, we're playing the war card. Ha, ha, ha we're playing the war card I mean these it's it's just hopeless there's just that element and it, it's on all sides politically that's why politics sucks so bad all over the world especially here cuz we live here at least I do part of the time is because you got people who are just blinded to the uh blinded by the the right like that bit says or by the left, or whoever they get sucked in by. They're all a bunch of crooks, let's face it. It's just a question of which ones are most dangerous. And right now, we know exactly who's the most dangerous. Yeah. WQAM. George? Yes. Hey, how
16: are you? Pretty good. Good morning. Um, Would you like to I...
3: mumble?
11: <laughs> I got some good news for you. Okay. Oh, I'm on, uh, I thought it was George. Hey, Leo, to, how are you? you want to
3: speak to George? You sound a little bit disappointed now.
11: No, not at all. How okay. are you? I'm doing good. I uh, gleaned some good news. This was actually for George, but you might be interested. Yeah. And from the New York Times this morning that the uh, DEA is not doing a good job. What is no that, really? Huh?
3: What does that mean?
11: The Drug Enforcement Agency. Yeah. has not stemmed any kind
15: of uh,
9: Well, is that a bulletin?
15: No, it's well, <laughs> well, it's a it's a
14: bulletin that they're actually realizing it, you know.
9: Yeah. They're doing a good job in California busting the medicinal. Right. People.
14: Yeah, uh, actually, well, Ed well, and
9: actually, just like that article that I read before,
3: the fact that the uh, United States Attorney uh, made a, a desperate attempt to get Mr. Rosenthal's bail revoked, this guy that uh, they're hanging out to dry, uh, that, that goes to show you that, that whether they're doing a good job or not, they have to. They they are compelled to continue doing this crap because they have to protect their uh, bureaucracy. Otherwise, like if there's no DEA, they're all out on the street. Just
11: like any other uh, government bureaucracy, right? That that's itself. right.
3: Exactly. All right. Thank you. Good luck to you, sir, and don't try it, okay? I guess this guy thinks uh, he was going to tell you about it. I guess he thinks you're a druggie or something, okay? <gasps> What's that? One of your customers? What would he get that impression? Five six customers. seven oh five sixty. Well, every time I say that, you get so defensive. You sell drugs, okay? No. Prove it. Uh. Nine minutes after ten, and Carlos buys them, don't you? Prove <laughs> it. Oh, me. he says yes. <laughs> I want to know where you'd oh, find him. He is just a little prick. You know, there's just uh, nothing like it. No wonder he can uh, bathe in the sink. And by the way, I saw Moe was on our way to the, uh, as soon as Carlos made a beeline in there, Moe was on our way in there to help him adjust his toothbrush. He wanted to help him scrub it. Nine minutes after 10 at 560 WQM, you ever presented with an opportunity when you should have, could have, would have, did something, but you didn't when you passed? Oh, boy. But there's an incredible Fannie Mae mortgage rate out there at 3.45%, and this rate's available by calling Financial Group toll-free, 1-800-940-5363. What is that? 1-800-940-5363. If you were to compare a 7% rate with 3.45%, you'd save $3,500 in the first-year loan for each $100,000 that you owe. $100,000 cost you only $447 a month. Here's an opportunity that won't last because it's a 40-year low. So if you've been thinking about refinancing or buying a Home Call Financial Group toll-free, 1-800-940-5363. The process is simple and the call is absolutely, positively free. You got nothing to lose but a big good chunk off what you're paying every month. 1-800-940-LEND. Financial Group has been an equal housing lender to thousands of borrowers with a Fannie Mae program. Credit restrictions do apply. Rates are something to change if you wait too long, so don't diddle around. 5.34 APR, by the way. Call Financial Group today, get all the details. There is no obligation. Call toll free. 1-800-940-LEND. This is Sports
10: Radio
0: QAM. O-R-O-N. Welcome back to the Superfluous Conolinguists of the Mohamed David Show. Well, we got the three quarters on power rotation for your perusal. Hey, Mo! What? This better not be about Hokie.
19: We got special guests today.
0: No one's allowed in here unless they bring food for their king. G-g-g-g-g.
19: Too late. Zach already booked them.
0: How are you? Who the hell are these muzzermoods?
19: That's the You know, drive home with us today. Well. Sorry. I
0: never heard of you, bum. Well, I wonder why. Well, what do you do Got an act? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Like what? We spin the wheel. Wherever the wheel stops, we grab meat off of it. We slam it. You name it. What's funny about that? Well, you got a point there. Why can't you just ask me a question?
12: You ready to put your head in the toilet bowl?
0: You think that's funny, huh? Well, I got news for you, pal. You both stink. I'm a precipice. getting fired at it right now. Well, a bummer. Get out of my place of business. No. All right, all right, something. I'll give you one more chance to show me what you got. I hope this isn't really funny because I got a really full bladder. All, all right. right, these are things that probably adults would know. Yeah. They're like old sayings, and I want you to fill in the blank. You know how to do that? Yeah. Here we go. The bigger they are, the harder they uh, get. To do. Yeah.
10: Yeah. yeah. What do you think that's
0: funny? Did I give Clarence clearance to give you clearance to laugh? How dare you laugh at me? I suppose you want to rape me now, huh? Yeah,
20: start licking. That would be wild, yeah.
0: All right, all right. I don't even care anymore. Hey, can they hold my green
2: pants?
19: Okay. <laughs> oh,
0: what are you looking at, freckle face Fanny? And you guys got a condo?
19: That's condo, Mo.
0: What of it? Yeah, I'm... I do. I mean, I don't. Suds does. Mine. And I might as well warn you, I didn't douche today. Okay. Now you have to say spin your meat, Rick and Suds. Eh, uh, spin your meat, Rick and. Let's do it. <laughs> Oh,
10: gunny! What's the matter?
0: I was shooting fudge. Well, <laughs> oh, see, I told you it's not my day. I'm so embarrassed. Shooting fudge ain't funny, okay? It's not right, embarrassing.
13: <laughs> oh, okay
3: Uh-oh, Kleenex. Maybe that's what I'm always talking about about the uh, scram- heaven candy. And I could—I haven't had fudge in years. You know what? Have you? Now that you mention it, no. I love fudge. It's great. You don't like fudge? Well, it. it's like chocolate. Chocolate. You're yeah. such an asshole, man. You don't like anything good. And don't be turning the heat up here to eighty degrees anymore, please. Not while I'm here. Anyway, American Airlines urges one point eight billion dollars in cuts to save the airline. Americans are about on a verge too. How do you like that? And right. United? What well, what do we got left when you come right down to we you, you got KLM Northwest, right? That's like uh, right. they're together and they're not in good shape either. You got uh Air Canada. Thank God, Helen. Thank God for you guys. Who else we got? Delta. Delta is ready when you are sometime, and if not, you're out of luck anyway. Right. Uh, yeah. TWA not. Pan Am not.
14: Uh, Easter, not. Crazy clown. What's I mean, a uh, value
3: jet. <laughs> value jet not. <laughs> with a little clown on there, clowning around. Virgin Air is still around if you want to go on there with uh, that goofball. Yeah, Courtney. Yeah, Courtney's uh love Cox. <laughs> So that's it. Five, six, seven, oh, five sixty. Yeah, that's uh, really sad. And America's sitting back going, Oh, what are we going to do about that space shuttle? And I mean, it was sad, like I said. How many hours and days we got? Oh, the delegates are arriving at the UN. Oh, oy. How do you like that? And they're getting ready for Colin Powell to open up his mouth and say, There's no smoking gun, but and he's going to go on for an hour and a half of speculating. <laughs> well, we've got to do this now because Sodom's a bad guy and he stole a freight trainer, too. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. Here's our only call on Screenless. That's pretty scary. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir.
11: Yes. Good morning. I would like to give my perspective on Iraq before our Secretary of State begins. Yes. Okay. though, the way I see it is, um, even if we do bring about a democracy to Iraq and rid of that tyranny, um, we're gonna have a problem because if you think about it, Saudi Arabia. That's borders Iraq to the south, right? They're our biggest ally in that region. So it would be kind of awkward if you think about it, that on the one hand we will bring bringing about a democracy to one country, and on the on the other hand we would be uh, supporting a monarchy that suppresses its people.
3: Mm-hmm.
11: So if, I, I mean, And what
3: about Iran?
11: Oh, that's another thing. Let me tell you something that most Americans don't realize, unfortunately, geographically we're a little and bit... And what about
3: Pakistan?
11: Exactly. But see, with Iraq the problem is Syria that's located to its west, and Iran that's located to its east, Turkey to to the north.
3: No, I I know the map, yeah. You
11: know, know, exactly. See, if if we destabilize Iraq, because think about it, going into a country is not exactly going to be an easy task. I don't care how these people want to portray it. You know, so, and even if we are successful, what I'm worried about is the aftermath of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if we go in there and we bring about democracy... A lot of people in the Middle East are saying, hey, what are the Americans doing? They're bringing about democracy and they're supporting, uh, you know, the monarchy. Hey, that's what Osama bin Laden justified the attacks. Because he kept saying, hey, the Americans are being hypocrites because they're a democracy, yet they're advocating a monarchy that suppresses its people. And it's true. There is no liberty in Saudi Arabia.
3: Or in Jordan. Or in, or in Jordan,
18: Syria. Or in Lebanon. Exactly. Or in
3: Egypt. Exactly. Or in, uh, Egypt, no, or no in uh, did I say Libya? Or in Kuwait. We or where we, well, we, we went in there and risked American lives to bail out Kuwait after Saddam invaded and took over a sovereign country, and the uh, the Kuwaiti princes were busy in uh, London, in, in London, elsewhere in the discos, partying and getting drunk and having a great time with all of our oil money. Or Pakistan, for that matter, our buddies. Oh yeah, our good buddies, Pakistan, that liberal of uh, that bastion of uh, liberal democracy, <laughs> where we support a obnoxious dictator, right, who also has nukes, by the way, who deposed the elected leader, by the way, who put the Taliban into power in uh, Afghanistan, by the way. We just mentioned that in passing. Who selected them practically hand-picked. Who also opened up all those madrasas, which the Saudis taught them how to do, but nevertheless they were willing co-conspirators to open up all those madrasas that they funded so that they could brainwash all the young men to hate the West and to kill us. Our good other friends the that. Pakistanis, other than that, they're wonderful folks. Never stole a freight train. So this business of picking and choosing, and also the thing anybody saw 60 Minutes about North Korea Sunday night, if that didn't just scare the living daylights out of you. I mean, there, there is virtually nobody there, other than the very, very, the wealthiest of the wealthy, and even they have no running water. They don't. Except for the rain. Then then they have, have no the running road. water, so I guess they didn't bring in a lot of a bottled water. I'm not going to Yeah, it, it runs down the, down the gutter. Brand. Yeah. Gutter is a good word for it, North Korea, the way those people are living. And of course he's got all the military, they're all goose stepping along, he's got a million military. It's a crazy person. But we're not, we're not, we'll deal with him diplomatically. Even though of course, as we spoke the other day as we speak right now, they're moving things around they're getting ready now to start uh, you know mobilizing the, the moving the plutonium they're getting ready to start pumping up the nuclear weapons everything they got but we're a little bit concerned because if we did anything with them you know how many people in Seoul and Tokyo could be dead within a matter of hours huh. see what well, I guess what we're not really concerned about is the aftermath of what's going to happen for example there was a, see we had it on the website but I don't like to read these because they're too depressing we're supposed to be entertaining. On yesterday's uh, bedtime stories, arrest of al-Qaeda terrorists disrupt plans for attack. This is one from the uh, ultra-right-wing Washington Times, not some liberal pinko magazine or newspaper. Al-Qaeda is planning a mass casualty attack to rival 9-11, but preparations have been disrupted by arrest of terrorists during the past several months, according to U.S. intelligence officials. Recent intelligence reports indicate that communications among clandestine cells of al-Qaeda members are being restored gradually, they said. The attack will be on a large scale, one official said. Additionally, the intelligence report stated that any major attack is likely to be preceded by smaller-scale strikes, including assassinations of prominent people in the U.S. Officials didn't provide details on the latest threat, which was contained in intelligence reports sent to senior Bush administration officials last week. The warning didn't say whether the attacks would be in the U.S. or abroad. We continue to be in a heightened threat environment, said U.S. officials, with access to intelligence reports who declined to comment further. So what's going to happen if we start dropping the first bombs on Baghdad? We don't know, but we can assume it probably isn't going to be very good. No. And we're not talking about just one big mass attack like he's talking about here. There's nothing to say that we're, at that point, not going to start seeing isolated attacks, car bombings like they're used to in the Middle East every single day. Right. Snipings. uh, Shopping plazas being blown up. Little things like that. Suicide bombers right here on our soil. Because that'll be the excuse that they've been waiting for. This is exactly... These are the seeds that Osama Yamama was planting. That's what he wanted. This is exactly what he wanted. And we're goose stepping along. Of course, the oil has nothing to do with it. We do want you to understand. <laughs> five six seven oh, five, 60, pound 560 on the ATT and Verizon Wireless Line. WQAM. WQAM.
14: Hey, Neil, how are you? Doing? Okay, sir. The real enemy, though, is the French. I mean, if you really want to get somebody the involved. The real
3: enemy is the French?
14: The French. Why absolutely. is that?
9: Well, they're attacking us right now. Yeah.
14: The French is the hub of the uh, terrorists. I mean, this is really the main supporters of what is wrong with everything in, in our global nation.
9: They, they
3: represent everything that's wrong. Well, I mean, I have no love for the French. They're our day, allies, allegedly. They, no, they're not our allies.
8: Uh, you're right.
3: We finally said that the other day, and they I one of the few honest things that's out, come out of the Pentagon, them, They're not our allies. Well, what would you, like would, you would you like us to do? Would you like us to bomb Paris? That I make think that's good?
8: what we should do, absolutely, and then hit the Germans next.
3: Yeah, okay, great. And then we'll be over to your house. Five, six, seven. Oh, and so in other words, anybody who doesn't, doesn't agree with, agree with, with us. about oh, but that, that's, that's exactly what's going on in this country right now. I don't remember what the president said? There, there's no in between. You either are with us or you're against us. No sitting on the fence, no Switzerland, no neutrality, no like we're thinking about it, none of that. Either you're with us or against us. It's the black and white world, the good guys over here and the bad guys over there. And that's it. And this jackass that we just spoke to, he's, uh, he, that's his mentality. That's what he believes. Nobody here is defending the French. They're scum. I've always said that long before any of this stuff going on. But we're not at war with the French. And if anybody wants to talk about who's responsible, the Saudis would be a real good place to start. Saudi Arabia, North Korea, one. Saudi Arabia, two. Pakistan, three. And then if we got some time left over, uh, Sodom, number four. Because he ain't going anywhere anyway. He's got no military left to begin with. Right. See, that's the question you have to ask yourself: Does he really represent a threat to us? Well, and not by the us. way, these these missiles that contained nothing, that were empty, right, they had a the range breaks. of 200, uh, uh, 20 miles. I'm sorry, not 200, 20 miles. Yeah, basically, sure. basically useless. They can't, that that can't clear the border. Right, that's right. But don't confuse. Oh, there's Colin Powell standing by with uh, Jack Straw. You know Jack Straw. Yes, I think he's the last straw.
14: That's probably the more likely problem out there. Is we're not going to get that again. Oh well, good. Thank God for that. We're not going
3: to get that again. Thank the Lord for that. How's the poll coming, Neil? What's your take on war with Iraq? And let me just say this right now. I mean this. This is one of the reasons that it's such a waste of time. I guess it helps us all get it out of our system. But what you discuss on here now and all these peace protests, they're not having any impact because this has already been decided upon. That's why Colin Powell, who was the one dove that they had in there, who was trying to hold all of this off for months and months, he finally sold out.
17: They got to him.
3: They got to him. He sold out. He's there to make the case today. Not a question of if. It's a question of when. Make no mistake about it. Your take on the war with Iraq. Haven't been convinced it's justified, 89. All for it, let's roll, 81. All of a sudden, just now, that came up there, 24.9%. See what I'm saying about those people? I'm strongly against it, 70, 21.5%. I support it, but I'm nervous about it, 46. Let's take care of North Korea, first 30, and don't know, 9. 9, don't know. Oh, wait, there it is, Powell, there will be no smoking gun. In other words, they don't really have any evidence. It's just uh, they can't prove that they don't have this. They don't can't prove they don't have that they don't like his mustache right and they're not really sure it's him anyway 26 after 10 at 560 WQM, Tom Lehman and Joe Prieto are buried up to their armpits in vehicles because Hallett uh, has been sent so many cars by the factory they have no place to stick them. Even Tom Lehman is parking cars and trucks and all kinds of stuff in his driveway, so they need to place one in yours. That's what they're looking for. And that's why Hallett right now is blowing out all the new vehicles regardless of profit, including the Pontiac Vibes starting only $13,998, and you get up to $5,000 off on every GMC Envoy in stock, plus get 0% financing or up to a $3,000 rebate. Of course, Howard also has a great selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs like always, and if credit's a problem for you, if that's one of the reasons you're terrified, even a step on the lot at a car dealership, if everybody else in town turns up their nose when not even see you coming, have no fear because Hallett is here. Credit's not a problem for you there. It's the Winter Blizzard Emergency Clearance Sale that's going on right this moment at Hallett-Pontiac GMC and you'll find them in the same stupendous location. They've been treating people great and making unbeatable deals. 13401 South Dixie Highway, that's you always run across from the falls for over 35 years. They've been doing it there. They're open every day, seven days a week. And you'll save even more if you mention my name. Call right now, call the Neil Rogers Neil Deal Hotline. toll free. one That's one for Hallett Pontiac GMC, who be professional grade? Live,
2: live, and local. We're Sports Radio 560. U.A.M.
19: I am over here. Saddam Hussein, a motherfucker. Saddam Hussein, a motherfucker. Saddam Hussein, a motherfucker. Saddam Hussein. A motherfucker. Iraq's a crappy little country. Smells like the mustache on his face. Just get rid of that. You're a drinking chubby and blow up the whole goddamn place. Saddam Hussein's a mother. Saddam Hussein's a mother. Saddam Hussein's a mother. 10 yeah. 32 at
3: 560 WQM five six seven pound 560 on the ATT and Verizon Wireless Line. Hotel Queen Leona Howells, I've been robbed as jury wallops her for 11 million big ones. Oh. A Manhattan grand jury got downright nasty. A Manhattan jury uh, with Leona Helmsley yesterday slapping her with an $11.175 million verdict for discriminating against a gay employee. All while the billionaire quipped after the four-woman, two-man jury soaked her for the spectacular sum, finding she'd uh, subjected Charles Bell to a hostile work environment when he was general manager of her Park Lane Hotel. What am I going to lose now, my virginity, she said. But she quickly made it clear she was not amused. I feel I've been robbed, she said. The jury took just four hours to find that Bell's sexuality was a motivating factor in Hemsley's decision to fire him after he'd spent just four months on the job, causing him severe emotional distress. This shows Mrs. Hemsley is not above the law, Bell said. She can't act this way toward her employees. The so-called Queen of Mean didn't act as if she'd been chastised, however, and while she showed no reaction while the verdict was read, she vented her royal wrath on the jury, Bell, and the judge, after the proceeding was over. They're crazy. They don't like me, I guess she said, of the jurors referring to their verdict as shameful. It's encouraging more people to use dope to cheat to steal, she said. Bell broke every rule, et cetera, and so on. Well, too bad. Cough it up, bitch. And don't be picking on Tom Cruise, who is going to be holding a press conference right after Colin Powell finishes, by the way, to announce that he's not gay. 5670560, oh, pound 560, on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. Any second now, they're going to be doing it. Any ob- objection? No, I object right now. We're in the middle of an important show.
14: WQAM. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, Neil. Uh, yeah, you were talking about North Korea. Yeah. But you leave out the fact that in '94, Clinton signed that agreement with them, gave them $500 million, the blackmail. Yeah. And two reactors, <clears throat> and then they cheated on that and they built the nukes anyways. But now uh-huh. it's too late. Now. And, we,
3: and you, you notice that they only uh, ratcheted up after this whole evil empire thing started, this uh, evil doers thing.
14: No, after well, we alienated uh, them. Well, building a nuclear bomb is not done over a six-month or a year period. Yeah, they have been building. Well, it
3: what does that have to do with what's going on now? See, what you want to do is play politics. Bill Clinton did this, and yeah, Bill Clinton sat by also, and why they could have had a chance to get Osama, and they they, they sent one cruise missile after him. and Oops, it was a little bit too late, or two, whatever the hell it was. No,
14: repair. well, Clinton, uh, Clinton no, isn't the no president right office. now,
3: okay, sir. Clinton's not in office right now. George W. Bush is in office. Quit playing the Clinton bashing. All right, he's not there anymore which I'm sure depresses you greatly because he got nothing to talk about. He's been gone for two years plus. And Clinton did this and Papa Bush did that. Well, that's, that's unfortunate. But in the meantime, that's what we're faced with in the world today, okay? Where's that article about North Korea, by the way? Do I have it? Do I got right. it? Oh, yeah, here it is. Nick Kristoff. We had it on the website yesterday. Our bedtime story. He says, the North Korean nuclear crisis is far more perilous than many people realize. The White House, wanting to keep the focus on Iraq, did not even bother to tell us that satellite images show North Korea apparently taking steps toward reprocessing plutonium. It was left to my New York Times colleague, Dave, uh, David Sanger, to alert the public just a few days ago. Can you imagine if where Iraq had been spotted moving nuclear f- fuel around? The news that the Pentagon is reinforcing its preparedness on the Korean Peninsula suggests that it doesn't believe the White House lullabies either. When North Korea has reprocessed its plutonium and built five more nuclear weapons probably by summer, it'll try to pressure us into a new package deal. To understand how dangerous the Korean peninsula could become, consider one worst-case scenario. February 14, the CIA confirms that North Korea is reprocessing plutonium, making a preemptive U.S. military strike more difficult because of the risk of radiation leakage. September 15, this is not a crisis, the White House declares. March 17, North Korea announces it will resume missile tests, stocks plunge in Tokyo and Seoul. March 26, North Korea test fires a uh, two-stage Tapadong-2 missile. It soars over Japan, knocking 9% off the Tokyo stock market. CIA analysts warn that a three-stage version of the Tapadong-2 can reach U.S. mainland. March 27, this is not a major crisis, the White House declares. April 7th, on the birthday of the late great leader, Kim Il-sung, North Korea resumes construction of a nuclear reactor in Taichung that will be capable of producing plutonium for 44 warheads annually. May 1st, the UN Security Council approves sanctions. Without Chinese enforcement, they mean little. June 29th, North Korea completes reprocessing, and the plutonium is dis- dispersed to be made into warheads. July 10th, North Korea, North Korea t- uh, test a nuclear device. Stocks tumble worldwide, leading a big Japanese bank to the edge of bankruptcy. July 12th, North Korea formally declares itself a nuclear state, proudly asserting that the Korean bomb will be used on behalf of all Koreans to combat Japanese and American aggressors. Stocks plunge worldwide, triggering a Japanese banking crisis and a global recession. July 13th is not a monumental crisis, the White House says. July 15th, Tokyo's Mayor Ishihara launches a campaign for Prime Minister on a platform of building nuclear weapons. July 20th, with its plutonium safely hidden, North Korea begins to pressure the U.S. to negotiate a package solution to the crisis. Its troops spray machine gun fire across the DMZ. South Korean and Japanese stock markets fall 7%. August 1st, a sealed vial of anthrax is found in an Osaka subway car. No one is hurt, but some commentator suggests it's a message from North Korea to U.S. You better talk to us. August 5th, Iranian and Libyan nuclear buyers are spotted shipping in Pyongyang. August 6th, we shouldn't exaggerate the crisis, the White House says. As we've said from the beginning, we're always ready to sit down with North Korea and talk. August 13th, Don Rumsfeld offers three military options to President Bush. The minimal one calls for a cruise missile strike on North Korea's n- no nuclear facilities, but because the plutonium has been reprocessed and the warheads are hidden, we can't take out its nuclear arsenal. The maximal one also destroys North's air defense system and much of its artillery. August 16th, intelligence intercepts suggest that North Korea respond to even a minimal U.S. military strike by launching conventional missiles at like Japan and to a broader strike by turning Seoul into a sea of fire. The CIA warns that if North finds itself losing conventional war to use chemical, biological, and possibly nuclear weapons against Japan and U.S. forces in South Korea, all sides brace for a new Korean war, which the CIA estimates could kill a million people. August 17, Colin Powell is told by President Bush, if only we'd listened to you two years ago about the need to engage North Korea, even this February if we'd only started negotiations. I'm sorry, Colin, we blew it. Then Mr. Powell wakes up and realizes he was dreaming. Wrote Nick Kristoff in yesterday's New York Times. Oh,
7: no, that's just not. That has been outstanding since
3: 1998. Well, thanks very much, Colin. We're delighted to hear that he's been outstanding since 1998, and he is mild. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. How's that poll coming? What's your take on war with Iraq as the Secretary of State is making the case right now, as we speak?
7: I might add at this point that we are providing all relevant information we can.
3: Good. What's your take? Haven't been convinced that it's justified, 105, 28%. All for it. Let's roll. 87, 23.1%. Just change it again. Don't you just hate that? I'm strongly against it, 84, 22%. I support it, but I'm nervous about it, 54. Let's take care of North Korea first, 35, and don't know, 12. 12 people are still looking on the map. Where is uh, Iraq? And isn't it the Iranians who live in Iraq? Oh Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey guys, you want a good excuse to sneak an extra night at the track on Thursdays and get the wife to come along too? Then head on over to Pompano Parnas Harness Track. During the entire month of February, Pompano Park will be open on Thursday nights. Not only will they be open every Thursday, but in February it will be ladies' nights with two-for-one drink specials and free bingo for ladies ladies only with more than a $1,000 in cash and prizes. Let me say it again, free bingo for ladies only with more than a 1000 bucks in cash and prizes. So Pompano Park is now open starting this week. Five nights a week. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. First post time, 7.15. Free general parking, free admission every afternoon and night. And every Wednesday, like tonight, is dollar night. The track, you can get draft beer, hot dog soda large pretzel or popcorn, only a buck apiece. Monday's Madness continues every Monday night, two for $25 full-course dinner in their lavish Top of the Park restaurant on the sixth floor. And as far as racing is concerned, don't forget, starting this Saturday, the opening round of the $250,000 Isle Capri Pacing Series featuring many of the best horses and drivers in North America racing right there at Pompano Park. Also, this Saturday, free drawings to win a vacation package to Nassau on the Bahamas, including round-trip airfare from Fort Lauderdale, and a three-day stay at the Crystal Palace Hotel Casino. Pompano Park, where all of these things and lots more are going on, and don't forget full-card simulcast your video starting at noon too. Pompano Park Powerline Road, a block, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard. P-
2: Live This is Sports Radio 560. U-A-M. U-A-M.
0: Some people. I'm walking across the street. I'm walking. Bitcoins on my feet. I'm schlepping to Schloimy's kosher buffet, buffet. I'm waving my walking
19: cane. I'm making. The traffic rate, I'm watching all the Goyum stop for me. In an hour, I'll get to the other side. I have some rigor but I still won't die. I have no teeth, and my body's decayed. With varicose veins popping out of my legs, still I'm walking. In my jelly shoes, they're yelling. Chew out the cockatoo, and I'm walking. Chalk cocks a hoist to you, you bastard, you.
3: Cut the crap, Mo. Just cut it out. I can't stop. 10:45 at 560 WQM. So there's Colin Powell on there. Destruction,
7: and they can claim that nothing was there, and the inspectors can look all they want, and they will find nothing. This effort to hide things from the inspectors is not one or two isolated events. Quite the contrary this is part and parcel of a policy of evasion and deception that goes back 12 years a policy set at the highest levels of the iraqi regime we know that saddam hussein has what is called quote a higher committee for monitoring the inspection teams unquote think about that iraq has a high level committee to monitor the inspectors who were sent in to monitor iraq's disarmament not to cooperate with them not to assist them but to spy on them and keep them from doing their jobs, the committee reports directly to Sodom. Do you realize how juvenile this is, how ridiculous
3: it is? Yeah, I do. Is there any country in the world of any substance, of any significance, that we couldn't find weapons of what we would call mass destruction and forbidden yeah. ammunition? Right. So I like John that. John Rappaport writes a few things to keep in mind when Powell addresses the U.N. to make the U.S. case for war against Iraq, which he's doing right now. Memory. Paul is being sent in to carry the water. He's done this before. He gives the impression of a man of great conscience, and then he takes his orders. That's his role. In the stage play, he's the good guy who ends up doing what everybody else does. He just agonizes beforehand. People think, hey, if Paul is on the team, they must be right because he was against them a few months ago. Sure, there are supermarkets on the sun, too. Meanwhile, Hans Blitz has denied Paul's claims that the weapons inspectors are finding evidence of the Iraqis moving and hiding illicit materials. Blitz says he's found no conclusive evidence that Iraqi weapons scientists have been taken out of the country to escape interviewers. Blix denies that Iraqi agents are pretending to be weapons scientists. He also denies that his weapons inspection team has been inf- infiltrated by Iraqi agents. Bush in the State of the Union message asserted both of these claims. Blix also says he's seen no proof that Iraq and Al-Qaeda are connected. Rumors are swirling of some smoking gun that's going to be carried out in the open by Powell or Bush at the last moment, before or during the address today, although he's already said he's not. They couldn't find one. An NSA intercept, they see a document, a photo, whatever. Newsweek's already running, caught on tape. Hold your hat, we've got it. The only thing they did was run these transcripts a couple of minutes ago when he started speaking, where you got a couple of people speaking in Iraqi and in Arabic uh talking caca. Right. right. Well, they say something about Al Bundy? <laughs> yeah, that's what they said. They said Al Bundy did it. Powell will do one of these numbers. We didn't want to release this tape because it could cost the lives of our agents deep inside Iraq, but we flew these people out last night to a Sheraton hotel of their choice so we can tell the world what is really happening. Hello, George Orwell, it says. There you go. This is all part of the dog and pony show that's going on. I don't even know why they're wasting the time. They already got the troops over there. Bada bing just get it done. Okay, if you're going to do it, get it done. It's a formality to make it look nice.
9: I see. Wrap it up in a bow. 5670560,
3: Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. Mm-hmm. I mean, could put this on there, but all they possibly can. But I don't uh, think I want to.
9: Do you? All the channels are carrying it. Yeah. Anybody wants itself? to see
3: it, they can turn it on anywhere. In fact, even if you if you stick your finger in your pop up toaster, you'll see Colin Powell on there going by sources like that. I feel really sorry for the fat shut-ins today. What, Although what I, w- I will tell it. you this, you know what he hasn't said yet. Amtrax. hasn't said that yet. How do you know? I'm monitoring. I have. I'm keeping one eye on it. WQAM.
16: Hi, Dr. Neil.
3: Speaking, sir.
15: Neil, how are you doing? Okay. Qu- listen, I don't mind your position on, on in the war and so forth and so well, on. Well, thank but you I, so you much. Could... Hello?
3: I said thank you so much. You don't yeah, mind that. Yeah, but
15: I, at least you could not be so biased. Well, you quoted a little while ago a Washington Times article. You said it was ultra conservative and so forth. And then you read it in a New York Times article. And you don't state the same thing. It's ultra liberal. Be obvious. Be,
3: Be if obvious. You're say,
15: if you're gonna say you
3: don't, under, you don't understand, if you're gonna why, say, I don't have I don't have to listen eh, to your crap. If you're gonna say everybody knows out there, New York Times has got a reputation as a very liberal, the ultra liberal, commie, pinko newspaper. So what's the point? What's the difference? I have to draw you a diagram. If you're that stupid, what are you calling the show for? Give me directions. If you're gonna say this, if you're gonna say that, I don't mind. Well, I don't really give a crap whether you mind or not, because I'm gonna give my opinion and spide your ass. How do you like that? In spite of your being a little punk with a tiny penis, what the hell do I care? God. I'm an old fag with a tiny penis, it never stopped me from saying my opinion. 5670560, oh, pound five, there you go, George. I, I, the only reason I mentioned the Washington Times is the point being that it's hardly a liberal, or a, that, that's always what we're getting thrown back at us. When you're reading stuff from all these liberal right. publications, and the Washington Times is, is anything but that. You mentioned because it was an exception right, to what exactly. you normally accused That is
9: absolutely correct, sure. sir. And he's too, stupid to,
3: well, too stupid to understand it. He wouldn't know the Washington Times if they stuck 14 copies up his ass, and the print started coming out both ears. But he doesn't mind your position. Well, I'm delighted. I'm sitting in the prone position right now. I'm laying down. From those potato pancakes and that French toast. That sure was good. Thanks again to Corky's. But next time you send food over here, please understand, it wasn't Mo and Gildy that requested it. It was us, Neil and George and Carlos. Get it right. And the fact of the matter is that they wound up eaten a big portion of that, and Robert Griefer was in there, and poor, poor fat Zach. Oh, he needs that like he needs uh, hemorrhoids, okay? Like he needs to have another gigantic oozing BM in there. And at the, at hey, let him uh, company up all tea all the room. food
9: he can get while he can. No
3: way. No way! I'm going to tell you one one more uh, free meal like that.
9: Yeah, Carlos
3: has got it right. He's given the uh, blowing up the cheeks routine. That's right. One more meal like that, he could he could blow up. Can you imagine the mess he's going to make in that control room? Hey, he's splattered yelling. all over the wall. Oh, what's that over there? Oh, it used to be
9: Zach. He probably doesn't have diabetes yet.
3: I'm telling you right now, Mister, that that man weighs seven thousand pounds, stark naked in the shower in the morning. Oh my God! <laughs> Thanks for coming They have that to up. dip him in Biscayne Bay in order to bathe all of him. Make sure they don't miss any spots. He's a good guy, but I'm telling you, he's just a, and and all you do every, I'll say it again, every time I walk by that corner there, he's just shoveling it down and shoveling it down, shoveling it down. Where the hell's the rest of our food, by the way? How come we didn't get the brisket? Maybe that's tomorrow. See, what do you mean maybe that's tomorrow? Don't keep pushing for food on here. See, you're trying to do that again. You You were the one that started that corkies yesterday. Didn't it he start you. it? It was you. Didn't Carl no, said Car- you it. say
9: anything he'll not up
3: and down. Of course, because he knows there's nothing you can do for him. Right. Nothing. Nothing I'm going to do for him either, but at least he's hoping. that maybe I'll give him a little bit of a raise. Go to bath for him. <laughs> hey, i got news. Anybody that takes a bath in the sink, I'm not all that excited about that. Go to bath for him. Yeah. <laughs> and in fact, I can just see it. He can share an apartment with Zach. And Zach can take like a bath in the whole apartment and he can bathe in the sink. Hey, that could be a sitcom. Like at the Aquarium. 5670560. ...up with the additional
7: four chemical weapons Satellite shells.
3: pictures here showing here Iraq hiding weapons. you see 15
7: munitions bunkers in yellow and red outlines. And there's RT bunkers. The four that are in red squares. They're in the red square? ...chemical munitions bunkers. How do I know that? How can I say that? How do you know that? Let me give you a closer look. Okay. Look at the image on the left. On the left is a close-up of one of the four chemical bunkers the two arrows indicate the presence of sure signs
3: see this whole thing is so ridiculous the question isn't do they have this and do they have that the question is how long have they had it where do they get it and are they really a danger to us that's the question are we willing to jeopardize the lives of our servicemen and women and are we willing to jeopardize the the uh, whole f- uh, future of the planet based on the fact that they've got this that's the question is it not they're a danger to their own people maybe their neighbors that's it yeah and of course their neighbors are such good friends of ours like the Saudis and our Iran. Iran. Uh-huh. 5670560 pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Thanks for making your call, sir.
15: <laughs> Amen. Uh Hey, I I just wanted to uh say that God forbid that a listener might have an opinion and uh the fact that uh, you won't even allow a listener to give out their opinion.
3: What, what do you mean by that?
15: It, it really doesn't matter, Neil, because, quite honestly, stick to your poll because your show sucks anyways.
3: Well, why do you listen to it?
14: No. I, I'm, just, I'm just waiting why for you to die. Why do you, you, why to do you listen to it? Why do you you're such a it? miserable... All you do is spread hatred, yeah. you miserable faggot. Uh-huh. No, that's
3: it. That was the end of it. spreading love. I see. There's another one of those right-wingers who can't handle the truth. All you do is spread hatred, you miserable faggot. Can't handle the truth, can you? You're another one of these assholes who wants anybody on here who will agree with you will parrot that la-da-da-da-da, that crap. Another ditto head. But God forbid anybody should come on here and have an alternative point of view, and right away I'm a mis But you're listening. That's the best part. You're listening. You can tell everybody that nobody can have an alternative point of view. Did I hang up on him? No, he hung up on me. Even though he's making a scurrilous personal attack on me, didn't hang up on him. Hung up on the other punk because he was talking crap. He didn't know his ass from this guy's elbow about the Washington Times, the New York Times, and you got to say this, I don't have to do anything. I don't have to do anything. But, sir, you're exactly what's wrong with America today. You're the reason why so many people are puking their guts out, because they remember what this used to be, and now you and your ilk have turned this into a goose-stepping piece of turd is what this country is rapidly becoming, where everybody has to, like, fall into line. Hey, the rest of the world, man, we've only got one superpower. We're going to show you a thing or two. And if you dare question our authority and our superiority, we're going to show you a thing or two. And he can't handle that. I'm not miserable at all, sir. I'm a pretty happy guy, you know. And even talking to assholes like you, don't phase me in the least bit, okay? You're a dime a dozen. Dime a dozen. Why don't you go back to one of your right-wing websites and do your ditto-head crap, okay? We don't want to interfere with your daily routine. Go freep a pole. Right. Go go freep your ass. WQIM.
21: Hi, I'd like to speak with Neil. Please. Speaking. Hi, Neil. Um, I was just listening to your last two calls, and you know, again, it's not about party line. It's like if you read and read uh, the imminent threat is North Korea um, uh-huh. January 13th U.S. Newsweek people should pick it up and forget party US lines U.S. News
3: and World Report exactly and it, there's eight
21: pages uh-huh. and then one page is devoted to what North Korea has versus um, uh, Iraq and it's like you know what, what good is it doing you to be saying this I mean <laughs> you're trying to have people you know people to have an open mind and, and like our most imminent threat is North Korea, and I just can't believe people are calling in. It's always about a party line, yeah. And and I just want to say, keep on, you know, telling people what's going on. People need to continue reading, and they need to forget that about mean party line. Let me continue reading. Lines. They're
3: not reading. They aren't I reading. I know they're not. They're I, watching golf tournaments.
21: I, I know they're not. But you know, there are people who listen to you, and there are people who read, and there are people who are not stupid. And you know, every time I pick well, up. When do
3: they start calling?
21: Well, I don't know. You know, I listen to you every day, and I, I read every article I, that I can because I don't want it to be a party line. I want what's good for America. Okay. And I just, you know. Have I, a great day. You too.
3: Here's a fact that says, Had you been a Jew in Nazi Germany, you'd be making excuses for Hitler and making the case that the death camps are places where those imprisoned prison would have the leisure to reflect on her slander against the Third Reich. What? Huh? Ex- exactly. Exactly. Don't ask me. Who the hell knows? They're all coming out now, man. They're rattling their sabers. They're getting their spears all, all geared up. They're getting their Albert Spears all whipped up. Oh, thank you so much. There's the Smallville post. I'll throw it away. Poster from Smallville, Small Potatoes. See that? My Smallville mind must have told potatoes? me. Yeah. Forget about that. We could stick it up on a wall if you Go want. Go ahead and stick it. 1057 at 560. Colin Powell is saying, announced publicly
7: and announced ominously.
3: Meanwhile, speaking of ominous, I'll tell you that fat, that big, heavy load that the Beast was carrying around. Thank goodness he's starting to look almost human these days. And see what I just said about big, fat load, and look who walks in the door, fat boy. Anyway, if you're a big, fat tub, like, oh, my oh, God, you're gonna you going to be joking me. Corky's just showed up with more food. Wow. Maybe that food was for Mo and Gildy, although they didn't know anything about it. At any rate, let me tell you about balance for life. You don't have to be a fat pig like me or like the Beast If you're one of those people who is fat right now but doesn't enjoy being fat, if you'd like to lose that weight and you want to get healthy and look great, here's the answer. Balance for life. No cooking, no shopping, no cleaning, no worries, no calorie counting, no carbohydrate counting. No matter which program that you've been trying to follow, if you've failed, it's probably because they're too complicated. You go into the supermarket, you have no idea what to buy. With balance for life, you don't do any shopping because they provide all the food in your little black sack, which they deliver right to your door every morning. Three gourmet meals, three, uh, two delicious snacks, five meals, plenty of food to keep you full all day long, and it's all geared to the principles of the Zone Diet. It really works. It's delicious. There's nothing frozen, nothing artificial. All you have to choose is between two choices for each meal every day that you're on the program. The Beast has lost like, uh, what is it, about 50 pounds, and he, we're going to get him under 200 pounds before the end of this year. It's guaranteed. You can do the same. Call Balance for Life. Do it the simple, delicious way, Nine five four five six eight thirty two twenty nine. 954 or visit their website at balanceforlife.com. My,
2: and local. This is Sports
10: Radio 560. QAQAM. I am not a Nazi. Blinded by the right. Bamboos held by douchebags. The pasty moral right. Blinded by the
19: right. I felt like a douchebag, was I knew they were retired I know you may not understand what I did or who I am Most of you don't read any books So let me introduce myself I was a well-respected, hard-right man entrusted by high-level schnooks I used to have a powerful Republican position High upon a moral crown The holy Christians were insisting that I discredit Clinton With any means that
22: could be found
19: Since then I had a nervous breakdown Cause I was blinded by the right Bamboozled by
22: douchebags, the moral pasty
19: right Blinded by the right I felt like a douchebag, I knew they I had admission to the party, thrown by moralistic Christians, and prowling there naked on the rug. was anorexic, fundic sister, and culture raising blisters, giving power balls a tongue. My job was to alter news to a right wing point of view. People minds are easy to sway. And now the hatred that I spewed about minorities and banker Jews make me want to puke today.
0: You asshole.
19: I couldn't even say I was gay because I was blinded by. Bamboozled
18: by like douchebags, the tasty moral right, blinded by the right. There was an culture, she was naked on her paws with two guys taking her darkest time.
3: You asshole. Eleven oh four 560 wqm That caller, he was great. You know, if we could just get 20 like him everything. You know, he's got no arguments. He's got no case to make. He's got nothing to say. It's just, uh, you don't let anybody else say anything anyway, and you faggot, and you're just miserable. And, 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 hate-filled you know, faggot. Hate-filled spewing. He's the hate. Spewing. His love. Spewing his love. But luckily, right after he got on here, we got Corky's came in again. Message here. It says to Neil Rogers, thanks for the plug. Enjoy the goodies. Seymour, our good friend at uh, Corky's eight, uh, 671 North Palm Avenue, Pembroke Pines. And we got Reuben sandwich, which I'm having a half of one, and more potato pancakes, and some delicious brisket sandwiches on the uh, beautiful little rolls. In fact, uh, Carlos went out there. He says my first brisket. Try to explain to me. You only get brisk once, at least most of us.
9: I think in my case <laughs> there may have, there there may be have been like two or running. three. Have yeah. To go back again.
3: Anyway, too late. They can't uh, tie one on. So anyway, there we go. One of our and the fax is coming in. They can't stand the fact that I'm still on the air. That there are a handful of us on the air who aren't goose-stepping the party line. Because people like that, what they want is everybody in this country who's anywhere in the media, these are the same people who are rebellious about the liberal bias in the media, they want everybody to be a goose-stepper. Now, what kind of a country is that? Their kind what, of what country. Kind of... <laughs> exactly. Very well said. Let's take a look at the poll and see maybe he's right. Don't forget, noon to one. our comedy hour today, which means we can really indulge in lunch in that hour. I'm just practicing now. You have to roll me out of here in a wheelbarrow, but wasn't that something? you see who was there at the door to let our friend from Corky's in? Yeah, how apropos. Fat Boy, a.k.a. Jeff High, a.k.a. the guy with the chronic neighbor. Is he back on his walker again? Yeah. You didn't see that? Walker, cane, whatever the hell it was, he was just barely moving. He's got a TV tray
9: attached to his walker.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you ought to see how much food really showed up. What we got, what's left on the tray, that's only what he left for us. I guarantee you, you multiply that times five and you see what's on his desk back there in the sales orifice. And the formerly full sale, want to be a sales hole here? If you're obsessed with sports. 477 votes. What's your take on war with Iraq? In the year 2000. Well, no, I think it's a little late for that now. Well, he's confused. He's like living in the past. He's a little reactionary now. They've gotten to him. What's your... Uh, Take what a war on Iraq, 483 votes now. Haven't been convinced it's justified, 133. Strongly against it, 122. So right there is 52.7%. All for it, let's roll. 108, 22.3%. I support it, but I'm nervous about it, 63, 13%. Uh, Let's take care of North Korea first, 41, 8.4%. Don't know, 16, 3.3%. So if you combine all for it, let's roll, and I support it, but I'm nervous about it, and give them the benefit of the doubt, that's 35%. So at 65 to 35, you know what the national polls have all been showing the last uh, few days? I give up. Two-thirds opposed, 66 to 33. Oh, that's our poll- a liberal And our poll is almost exactly the same. When they when they asked a poll on CNN, was it two weeks ago that I told you about who do they agree with, whose position they agree with more on uh, Iraq, Ted Kennedy or President right. Bush? 75% agreed with Kennedy and 25% Bush. Now, we certainly know in this country, 75% of the public is very, very far politically from Ted Kennedy. Very, very far. But... On that particular issue was three to one. You're just slanting the pole, you hateful faggot. (laughs) You miserable little spick. And by the way, speaking of people who are dangerous and have people tortured and in jail and in death camps and whatever else, how about good old Fidel down there? I don't see us getting ready to invade Cuba. How much oil's he got? None.
9: Well, there you are. Okay.
3: 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. WQAM.
14: Yeah, I'd like to talk about North Korea for a second.
3: Yes, sir, go right ahead.
8: Right, before I talk about that, I understand you did a poll yesterday.
3: Oh, it's Reverend Jones again. Get out of here. We'd stick North Korea up your ass. In fact, you're the first one we're going to send over there. We're going to send you right over to Kim El-Chung. Human bombs, if it's mm-hmm. good enough for you. right, he's got a human bomb. <laughs> Reverend Jones.
7: Oh, look, cartoon graphics of the uh, weapons that they might have. As these drawings based on their description the drawings.
3: show. Drawings! Yeah, these drawings. Here's some pictures for you, okay? Here he is at the United Nations. Here's some pictures, some drawings we made. Are they entertaining? They're in full color. Pretty. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. WQAM. Hoogah hoogah! Here's our last call on screenless. They all must be transfixed with colon. WQAM. Hello? W-Q-I-M. Hello. Yes, sir. Leo? Yes.
8: Yeah, you can buy my balls. Five,
3: six, seven. Next time, try That's to get one. your we ass love out of the. Screenless. Screen yeah. yeah. Hey, well, listen. What, what difference does it make? Do I have any choices? There's nobody on the phone. They're all busy watching Colin Powell. So we'll eat and we'll wait for you to decide you want to talk to us.
9: Is that a good have idea? Bit sour early. Hmm.
3: Maybe we should do that. We don't have a call on the board on screenless which is unheard of in the history of the show which shows you how very important this is. First hand information of biological weapons plants on wheels. See that? And there's a drawing of one. It goes with their meals on wheels.
7: Mm. How long do you think it will take the inspectors to find even one of these 18 trucks without Iraq coming forward as they are supposed to with the information? Hey, give us the evidence that we need to go to war against
3: you. Yeah, exactly.
15: WQAM. Hey, good morning, Neil. How are you? I'm okay. Hopefully, I'll be a little for more a hateful old faggot. I'm okay. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, I, I, you know, maybe uh, maybe I'm just uh, a little fearful of war in general. But uh, uh, isn't Venezuela kind of a threat too? I mean. Think of it. They've got oil and they've got gold, and they're, you know, in the same hemisphere as
3: us. And a banana republic to top it all off?
15: Yeah. Is, aren't they kind of a potential risk? I mean, how do you pick and choose who you go blow up?
3: Well, Castro is only 90 miles away from where we're sitting right now, and he's certainly a threat.
15: Yeah, but he's a lack of resources. Unless he figures out a way to catapult bananas 90 miles, you know. How do we
3: know he gave all those nukes back during the missile crisis? Yeah. How do we know that he doesn't have biological weapons Hidden because there those people baby. who believe that he does? Yeah, I know. I. <laughs>
15: So how do any of us sleep at night? I
3: mean, Well, let me say, like I said yesterday, the Soviet Union had just as many, many, when there was a Soviet Union, just as many nuclear weapons as we did when an arms race was going on during the Cold War. And yet somehow we're still here today, which means we somehow found a way, even dealing with crazy people, to coexist. Because peaceful coexistence, as may namby-pamby as it may sound, that's the only way the planet's going to keep spinning around. hate to break the news to all these hawks out there, all these people that are rattling their spears and want to make themselves uh, feel macho. That's the only way we're going to exist.
15: Well, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm jaded because I'm getting up in years like you. But you know what? It seems like the saber-rattling always intensifies around the election and then it dies down. Uh, I'm sorry. I've never bought this whole thing. I think he's trying to fix what his daddy didn't take care of a long time ago. And I think daddy started it back then because of the election, too. I I just don't buy the whole thing. Well,
3: sure, it sure didn't work out too good, did it?
15: No, it sure didn't. I I guess, like most Bushes, he doesn't know how to finish.
3: Get, Get under the bed. We'll let you know when it's safe to come out. That's right. Okay. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. It's 11 after 11 at 560 WQM. You know, guys, size does matter. And according to the Florida Department of Labor, computer professionals have really big ones. We're talking about paychecks. According to the state of Florida, computer careers are among the highest paid and the highest demand. And Fast Train can help you achieve your new high-paying computer career. That's the underlying part, high-paying computer career in just four short months. Fast Train's got locations in Kendall, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Timber Pines. With day, evening, and weekend schedules, there's no excuse to stay in your current cra- crappy dead-end job. So if you really, uh, and if you don't want to come to work here at QIM selling, if you're not a sports nut, here's the answer for you. Call Fast Train, get a real job, call 1-866-Fast Train. That's 1-866-Fast Train. They got full-time job placement, guaranteed financing waiting for you too. Call them today or check them out on the web at fasttrain.com because you too can have a big fat paycheck. 1-866-Fast Train. Train.
2: Five and local. This is 560. The radio's all yours now.
10: (laughs) QAM. Where of
5: exploding balls.
19: tonight. I think that you might see a side of me you ain't seen before. Gonna eat till I'm full. Get real comfortable. Then let something sneak out my back door. You will beg for mercy and drop to your knees. Roll down all the windows cause I'm about to cut the cheese. Went to Taco Bell. My tummy don't feel too well. Now something's gonna
5: smell like hell. Tonight you're gonna
4: smell mine We're
5: in the relationship So go on and take a sip. Cause I'm about to let one rip Cause tonight you're gonna smell mine There's more where that came from I hope it ain't a problem There's something coming out of mine Cause you're about to smell mine
3: 1116 at 560 WQM, Wally in Deerfield writes a long fax here, and at the end he says, Mailman just delivered my latest purchase from Amazon.com, Gore Vidal's Dreaming War, Blood for Oil and the Cheney Bush Junta. Ought to take about three hours to read. Lynn uh, Samuels uh, emailed me yesterday from Vegas where she's hanging out and said this book is even better than the David Brock book, Blinded by the Right. So I'm going to go out and buy it like in the next couple of days. Dreaming War, Blood for Oil and the Cheney Bush Junta by Gore Vidal. Oh, yeah, well, we know about him. He's Yeah, exactly.
21: Too bad bad he can't be as smart
3: as some of these people we talk to every day, huh? Behind the anonymity of their uh, stupid-ass phone. That guy was classic. He he was perfect. He's what America, unfortunately, is becoming more and more every minute of every day. That guy. And all of his ditto heads. I I can't believe that.
9: I think it's that right-wing media portraying it that way. Uh, I see. (laughs) Right. They're not showing the protests. (laughs)
3: By the way, thanks again to Corky's for a great lunch. My blood sugar ought to be about, what, 6.30 by about now?
9: 4.50? Is that like char broiled brisket? What do you they mean? They have on there? I, I, haven't,
3: I haven't had any of the brisket oh, yet. Big, thick, of course, when well, we get to our new and the one comedy chunks. bits sorry, you never know. I might have a l- now, see, by putting that all out there, that guarantees that all the brisket's going to disappear. And if I don't have at least one of those little briskets, I'm going to be really pissed off. Carlos? We're going to retrieve it. Yeah. He looks like a retriever. Now, take that back. That's an insult to my dogs. Oh, well, you didn't say golden retriever. Oh. WQAM How you doing? Okay, sir
14: Hey, uh, All this, Neil is just a bunch of uh, propaganda to change the subject We're in serious economic trouble mm-hmm. with all the trade agreements with NAFTA and GATT and so on, a $500 billion trade deficit For the next two years, whether it's the Democrats or the Republicans they're going to be giving, giving rattling the saber to change the subject because we're going into a severe recession, depression mm-hmm. and this is about changing the subject
3: and what happens if uh, Saddam decides if he's got his back to his wall he decides to uh, have an incendiary event in all the Iraqi oil fields which they they've, they they feel that he's already planted um explosives uh, explosives uh, in all the oil fields there at least there are 2000 of
14: them Yeah well this is possible but it's over 80 90% of our people do not trust our government and our government and media But I mean what's going to happen? what's
3: going to happen to the economy if he does that and the world oil supply Well, I
14: think there's a serious problem with that but but that's not going to take the economy down with all these trade agreements uh we're in big big trouble and they're going to use the iraqi just as they used the 911 to blame the economy yeah. on. We're going to into into a depression and they're going to use 911 and iraq and or north korea as an excuse for this recession depression. Well just, just remember what just it.
3: remember what happened with trickle down economics the first time in the early 80s under Reagan that they all rave about gave us another recession depression same thing because it doesn't work it's 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 uh, as George Bush said to senior Herbert Walker voodoo economics remember he called yeah, it that when he ran against yeah, Reagan yeah,
14: but You're missing the big picture when when, when, we have all these trade agreements with Mexico and China. Uh, You know, this this was a Democrat, uh, Clinton and Gore, and and a, a Republican Congress that gave it to us. Both parties gave it to us.
3: Amen, because they both suck. Thank you. And have a great day. You too. Oh, but Neil, you're so partisan. Yeah, I think they both suck. That's how partisan I am. How how many years have I been saying that? That the the Democratic Party is only useful for one thing and that is being a buffer. But as far as being productive or being uh uh positive, forget about it. Forget about it because most of them are controlled by the same special interest to control the Republicans. Phil says, I admire your ability to not get so emotional about political issues. I listen to both sides of the Iraq issue and I'm um amazed how hysterical the right wingers get. They're the poster children for hypocrisy, as evident by your recent callers. I've been listening to Colonoscopy Powell, a nip and tuck at the most inconsequential BS and lame attempt to legitimize Georgie's war plans, and two want to hurl chunks. He wants to hurl chunks, this guy. How do you like that? There's one for you. And to make matters worse, I'm sitting at work being force fed this swill by four radios turned to colon bowel, says Phil. Oh, my God, but well, we're not going to do that to you, Phil. Well not Well, that's it. That was enough.
9: You look at the French guy. He's got his uh, pursed lips like he's not buying any of this. I see. Well,
3: you know those French, don't you? Oh, yeah. Like that one other balloon we had. Well, let's let's uh, drop bombs on France, and then and we'll then take Germany. care of Germany. Let's just start WW3 to make some of these macho guys feel better. next time to go to their VFW meeting, if it's still there. VFW3? Yeah. How come they're faxing me the stuff that we've already got on our website about Michael Jackson, the Scotsman, Police Scrutinized Jackson documentary? The district attorney of Santa Barbara County, California, is to scrutinize the documentary in which Michael Jackson admitted involving y- inviting young children to sleep in his bed in case Martin Bashir's program can be used to open the door to new prosecution. They're going to be watching with eagle eye when it's on ABC tomorrow night. Forget about that program tomorrow night. Worry a lot more about the show. It's on ABC a week from tomorrow night, next Thursday, the 13th of February. What's that? What a short memory he's got, huh? It's these uh, hot bodies. Oh, the hot, the hard. Uh, See, it's all, always hard? have to leave it up to me. Mr. SexPod in there, Mr. Uh, you know, Hotshot, uh, Strip Club, uh, Swing Club, all this other stuff, and I'm the one who had to like invent Britney Spears for him that he never heard of, and I'm also the one who's got to turn him on to this Are You Hot on ABC? Boy, remember all The search the for America's things. sexiest people next Thursday, February 18th, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central. Mark it on the calendar. He's marking it down right now. Next Thursday, the 13th of February. There you go. This, what were I reading this? Which uh, in the Enquirer, no less they got big full-page color ads in every paper. And they only show these uh, people, guy and a chick here with her, from the neck down. And that's all you need to see, from the chin down. Take a look at the melons. She might as well be stark naked, huh? Okay. Am I pretty close? She's close. I'll guarantee you one thing. She had to use her brick before they took this picture. She's got on a bikini about the <laughs> size of they your use thumb. Wax now. And as far as he's concerned, I'll tell you one thing. If he looks as good from the chin up as he does from the chin down, look out. Next Thursday, February 13th. As ABC finally discovers, America wants to see hot, good-looking people, as opposed to most of these ugly people that they put on these dating shows, these uh, so-called reality shows. Nobody wants to really see that. They're they're watching it only because there's nothing else on. And the fact of the matter is that network TV (coughs) is in the crapper because now and now more people have more and more choices. 80 billion channels, real digital cable, which most of us don't have here, but in most places, real digital cable, satellite dishes, direct TV, dish TV, all kinds of crap. How do you like that? BVDs BBDs. That's what we want to see. Tom Brady in his BBDs. So what was that guiding Shiite? What time is that on? 5670560. Oh, I think we're watching it now. Yeah, we're, we're watching lots of Shiite right now, I'll tell you that.
7: I have more than a decade of proof.
3: Yeah, okay, good. But where is it? Where is it, Roland Colon? We want to see it, we want to hear it, we want to feel it, we want to squeeze it. Prove this. I mean, this, you know, it's like saying, you know, here's the proof, and whether we can, whether you believe it or not, we're gonna go in anyway. See, I mean, so what's the point? Another dog and pony show. Just like they did with airport security. Remember I kept telling you it was a dog and <laughs> pony show? Oh, the And they keep finding box guard. cutters. They keep finding box cutters in the, uh, in the seat pockets, uh, in front of the seats. All this other crap that they keep going on. The National Guard were standing there to make us feel safe. Were we safe? No. No. We're just lucky as hell we haven't had more crap going on yet. Yet. And it seems to me, and of course, don't forget, it was George Tenet, the director of the CIA, who said, it's going to happen, not a question of if, it's just a question of when. It's going to happen, it's going to be bad. And we're going to take all of these resources, we got all of these troops over there in the Middle East again, for war on Iraq. While we're reading at the same time that Al-Qaeda is like reorganizing. Are we done in Afghanistan, by the way? We
14: don't have Hell any more no. Oh, we just, oh,
3: really? And let me say this to you, too, at the risk of sounding insensitive, because it pisses me off, okay? Because as far as I'm concerned, one American life is just as valuable. One human life is just as valuable as anybody else's. And how about all the American troops that have lost their lives over there in Afghanistan and in Kuwait who are getting shot and killed by these barbarians almost every day? How come we don't see them on television and hear all of their names and about their families and who the hell they were? Right. And since we don't have the draft, all of them obviously volunteered to serve their country, so they're obviously heroes. How come we don't hear a hell of a lot more about them? I'm not trying to downplay the, you know, the sadness of the thing with the astronauts, who had to be human sacrifices too, because NASA didn't have the funny to do the proper things in the space shuttle, and now more and more that's kind of like leaking out, like the article we started the show with today. They were human sacrifice, just like the school teacher in that crew on the Challenger. Scientists begged them, warned them, the O-rings, if they get too cold, if they're out there in freezing temperatures, it's tremendous danger. There's a good chance that the thing will blow up. Guess what? They left it the... Because of the timing, they had to get it done. For the State of the Union address. Oh, is that the one with the school teacher? Mommy? 5670560. Oh, very, very sad. Very sad how few people can think for themselves in this country. And if, and if somebody says, oh,
7: look at a that, what tube. is that? Oh, there's a tube. Oh, no. there's a tube. That there are differences of opinion. There is controversy about what these tubes are for.
3: Well, yeah, and of course you don't know what they're for, and you're about the only one. You and your uh, henchmen. You know, I could make a bong with that thing that would just blow your brains See, out. See, there you go again. Anybody want to buy some drugs from George? He's got a sale on this you week because times are getting tough.
9: Sell some drugs to George.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Carlos just raised his hand. He said he'll buy from me. He don't. He don't do it on credit, okay, Carlos. And he also doesn't take checks. At least not your checks. 26 past 11, thank God we got that big noon to one hour coming. See, didn't I tell you? I'm no yeah, fool. I knew that today was the no, day to I get that
9: bookend idea mm-hmm. that I had. <laughs> nice, tight two in hours fact, in the middle. In starting
3: tomorrow, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be here between 9 and 10, play comedy bits for an hour, then I'm going to let George do 10 to noon, and then I'm going to come back from a nice leisurely brunch, and I'll play comedy bits noon to one. How do you like that, time, Jicka? Oh! Yeah, I like it a lot.
9: Well, you gotta read a couple bedtime stories. No. While you're on. I'll tape them.
3: Okay. By the way, speaking of bedtime, what a nice segue. Are you sleeping on a crappy old mattress? Well, the answer is don't do it any more. Because you're gonna feel like crap. Your, your mattress has a lot to do with your whole, uh, physical being and the way you feel. If you don't get a good night's sleep, you feel like crap. Take it from me. Do the smart thing. Call dial a mattress. Just sit there on your big fat lazy ass. Make one easy call to 1-800-Mattress, and that's all you have to do. They've got the best mattresses in the world. Sealy, Sura, Simmons, King Coil, Every size and style under the sun. Some places make you sleep on your new mattress 30 to 60 nights before you can even exchange it. Not dial a dollar mattress. You've got 30 days to try it out. Their 30-day comfort exchange policy, no hassles at all. It's unparalleled in the universe, just like their delivery policy. They deliver any day, seven days a week in the two-hour window that you choose when it's convenient for you and you know you're going to be home instead of wasting a day of your life sitting on your ass praying that somebody shows up. You can't beat it all the way around, and especially their everyday low prices, too. So if you want to sleep in comfort tonight and every night, call dial mattress right now. They'll be there as soon as today. Call 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S for dial mattress the answer for a perfect night's sleep.
2: We're Sports Radio 560, (laughs) QAM.
0: Holy mackinac! This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the
2: Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil God.
19: If anybody has opinions, dissenting from our way, we'll place your name into the system, as enemy of the
5: state.
19: Don't even bother to
5: question, just
19: follow unto. Everybody's turning fascist, flashes USA. In the act of patriotism, we're watching all of you. Everyone got the suspicion, so that's what you do. This is that information, and all you might in Bush, Fatherland Nation, Hashash, USA. You gotta hate those Jews, and Clinton the too. Huh? Believe everything we tell you, and the state run news. Blood war for corporate. A roving cheney bush band, you fascist USA. We don't mind to see our jobs go. A bad economy's good. We're fascinated by j Don't read no stupid books. Oh, now it's the American way, <laughs> everybody's
3: turning fascist, Number 33 of 560 W. Kim, am I on to them or am I on to them, huh? Yeah. What did I say to you before I checked out their website, freerepublic.com? I said, looks like the creepers are on our poll all of a sudden because all of a sudden, right to the top went, I'm all for a war with Iraq, let's roll. And I, I mean, it just uh, it doesn't happen that way, it doesn't work, we've been doing these too long. And so I click on Freerepublic.com. Did you say Freep FreepRepublic.com? FreepRepublic.com. I uh, click, uh, hop right in where it says they're on their uh, home page, on their uh, front page. And I uh, hop right in. We're about halfway down on the first page. Neil Rogers, which they can't even spell right. Can you get it right? There's no D in my name. Okay, D is in dumb and dangerous and uh, paranoid. Isn't paranoid at the end of uh, the D? Yes. Neil Rogers, Paul, let's Freep it. And then they got our website, etc., and so on. And uh, with three comments. Let's see what the comments are, okay? So what we're going to have to do, Eric, is we're going to have to put commentary to uh, disqualify. You might want to put some note on our website that uh, we're aware of the fact that FreeRepublic.com is freeping and uh, distorting our poll today. He's, Freep this poll, he's ripping bush today. Oh! Well, let's we see anything else. You. Freep this poll, yadda, yadda, yadda. Am I the only one who hasn't heard of Neil Rogers? Says somebody, well, at least, and this guy spelled it right. He Neil, hasn't heard you. It says Neil Rips W each and every day. What a shock! He's funny about once every three weeks. Oh, well that's good. I'll let you Could know what that's yeah. going to be. Duly freeped, but it needs help. Writes somebody else. As the freepers are organizing, they're going to get all their right wingers. They're going to get together and they're going to vote and they're going to vote. And you know what? <laughs> Disqualify. Anytime we can discover that our poll is being distorted and freeped by people extremists on any of any ilk, no matter what the issue is, they're disqualified. Okay. So cut the crap, you're just wasting your time. Freerepublic.com. All you freepers. Creeper Freeper. Jeepers Creepers, I think it's the Freepers. Hey, Boca Brian. <laughs> yeah, there's a good bit for you. Jeepers creepers, we're getting the Freepers. And they're just barely in first place, by the way. So everybody else vote ten times. Everybody else who doesn't agree with this, uh and this is so sad. Like I said, it's like a bunch of little children. They have to alert each other that there's actually somebody on there giving an alternate point of view. As if I mean what the, like like what impact have we got uh, and people are people are coming on here and voting who don't even know who the hell I am don't know me from a banana, much less have any idea what this show is all about, Well, you're looking a little jaundiced lately, yeah, I feel a little jaundiced about using such devices. well, maybe that's what did it, huh, maybe I had it too deep in my Rectum. I don't know six hundred and eight votes what's your take on War were the rack? I'm all for it, let's roll. 163, 26.8%, but better put that warning up on there, Eric, the one about how they're, uh, every vote that on there is, uh, helping our, fund our gay agenda. So they're in a real catch 22. They're really boxed in here on this thing now. Every time they, every time they log on every time we get another hit on that website, it's helping to fund our, what Eric calls our gay agenda. Yeah. All for it, let's roll 163. Haven't been convinced it's justified 151. Strongly against it 146. I support it but I'm nervous about it 83. Let's take care of North Korea first. All right. 48. And don't know. 17. Boy, oh boy. I'm telling you it's scary what's going on with this country today. Just a scary. I mean, you know, polls are polls. Don't have all that much significance, but the, this paranoid Neanderthal group of right wingers, man. Every, everything has got to be just uh, you know, according to Hoyle, and nobody can say this, and nobody can talk about Condoleezza, and certainly nobody can criticize Colin Powell, and nobody can criticize uh, W. or Rumsfeld or Cheney or any of these people. Now, wh- when did we. Wh- is that part of the USA Patriot Act? Does it say that in there? Yes. Oh. Is that kind of when we rolled back the First Amendment? It's part of
9: that manifesto that nobody seems to want to talk about.
3: Oh, the right wing manifesto. I forgot about that. And you know what else I forgot to wear to work this morning? My hip boots.
9: I I I wore mine.
3: Oh, there it is. Eric has put them on notice. Please feel free to freep our pool. The proceeds help to fund our gay agenda. A real dilemma, isn't it? Or as we say, north of the border, a real dilemma, eh? Like Oh, spin oh. of that Maple Leafs here tonight. Oh. Hey, a little message for Pat Quinn, okay? I know you guys, you're down here for a few days, the All-Star break. Probably played a lot of golf. And uh maybe show up tonight would be good, okay? It would be very nice if you actually showed up and played a game, as opposed to what often uh, often happens, you know? Get lulled in like, eh, we're not really into it. Just go through the motions. We don't want to see that, okay, us Maple Leaf fans. We want to see a real ass-kicking game tonight. And we don't want to see no Trevor Kidd in there. We want Eddie De beagle in there tonight, okay? I just mentioned that in passing, Pat. Maybe my friends Joe and Harry will pass that along to you. Certainly not Rimmer, he's probably getting a free lunch right now. So the Freepers are, uh, they're on our case again today. Isn't that a shame? Don't you feel like, uh, oh. Unclean. <laughs> he's ripping Bush today. Oh my God. I wonder how come, uh, if we, how come we all played all those Bill Clinton parodies, they never got excited about that. Well, they got excited about it. Right. At least, at least, at least they admit I'm funny about once every three weeks. Well, that's good. Could
9: you put that on the calendar for us?
3: Uh, March 15th. Right around the, uh, ides of March. Did you say March? Yeah, March right down the, uh, Hershey Highway. 22 till noon, Colin Powell still going bop, 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 bop. On in Bagdad. In the- yeah, bop, 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 bop. <laughs> He's still marching on Bag. He's got the Bag, Dad. Hey, I'll tell you a place where they got the great food, and that's Flores Pizza. They've been there about 700 years, while almost every other business in that neck of the woods has gone bye-bye. And we did all that talk about that. It's just amazing how many businesses have come and gone. There was juniors like across the street, and there was like uh, Sonny's Market, all of those things. And most of them are just gone. But Flores is still there, and the food is better than ever. Nothing comes out of the can. It's all fresh, and you'll taste the difference when you pop it in your puss. The freshly made dough, the sauce, the freshly baked garlic rolls, which they bake right there every day at Flores. The portions are gigantic, and they use more cheese and meats on their pies than anyone in town. I love it when that cheese is oozing all over the place. You'll be fighting for that last slice of piece if it's from Flores. Don't take our word for it. Find out for yourself. Go to 731 Northeast 79th Street, just off Biscayne Boulevard. That's 79th, just a couple of streets east, blocks east of Biscayne, right? Well, we haven't been there in so long. I mean, I remember the bridge tender. Or call Flores at 305-758-5351. That's 305-758-5351, and they'll deliver for you. They'll deliver from 34th and Biscayne all the way to 135th and Biscayne. They'll go to Quayside, the Cricket Club, the Jockey Club. Flores even delivers as far west as 12th Avenue and east to Collins and 71st. If you're nice to little Judy when you call, by the way, she'll tell you about the Great Pizza Specials, like $1399 for a large cheese, pie a liter of soda, and six delicious chicken wings, all of these things, only 1399. Call Floriser, some of the best chow in Dade County. Call 305 758 5351 305 758
10: 5351
2: and tell them that fat Neil told you to call. This is Sports Radio Five Sixty, QAM.
6: You fudge packing? I remember all those happy days, those sunny days of just three years ago. Yes! All my stocks just kept on rising, and I kept on fantasizing about that joke. Then along came number 43, just like that my stocks began to slide. I don't like to throw no blame around, but it looks like Georgie took me for a ride. Sing GW's bush and omics, surprise, side economic blues. Guaranteed to make you feel good from your head down to the holes in your shoes. Join your friends and neighbors. Hell, you ain't got nothing. economic blues And how about those folks at Enron Man, they really took a hit big time And we won't forget those accounting guys What they did with the numbers It's a crime And all those other companies Left all their employees high and dry It just ain't the good old American way It almost makes a grown man want to cry Sing GW's Bushonomics Supply-side economic blues Guaranteed to make you feel good From your head down to the holes in your shoes Join your friends and neighbors Hell, you ain't got nothing M GW's pushonomic supply side economic bloom with the unlucky and those billion dollar dividend tax cut proposals that's a stretch with a ten trillion dollar economy please somebody tell me what's the death It talk about the real world You'd have to say old George ain't got a clue. No way. Let's just send him back to Texas for this trickle-down economic blue. <laughs> Bye-bye, George Sing GW's Bush economics, supply side economic blue. Bye-bye, bye. Guaranteed to make you feel good from your head down to the holes in your shoes. Yeah, join your friends and neighbors. Hell, you ain't got nothing to lose. Sing GW's Bush economics, supply side economic blues. Come on, America, let's all sing. Sing GW's Bush
19: economics, supply side economic blues. Dine over Don't here. Guaranteed to make you feel good from your head down to the holes in your shoes.
6: Yeah. Join your friends and neighbors. Hell, you ain't got nothing to lose. Sing GW's Bush economics, supply side economic Blue. Sing GW's Bush economics. Supply-side economic
3: blue. And like I said, it was daddy, George Herbert Walker Bush. M-O-R-O-N. Who called that supply-side economics, that trickle-down theory, voodoo economics. Remember that? I remember. Just like it was only uh, 10 years ago. twenty ago. Ronnie wasn't, I do. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. The freepers at freerepublic dot com are working not so feverishly anymore. I guess maybe they're trying to get their spelling right to show you what a bunch of rocket scientists they are. They put the big red headline there on the stories that you should really breathlessly look at. Let's free this poll. Neil Rogers with a D, which of course is misspelled. Even Roy and Dale know that. And then if you look beneath it, where they've got the link to the website, there's the correct spelling of the website. Because well, otherwise it wouldn't go there. Job, you know. Yeah. I understand
9: that, but it... it... <laughs> I know.
3: Oh, boy. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. And Colin Powell is still rolling, Colin.
7: It should be a subject of deep and continuing concern. Good.
3: WQAM. WQAM.
8: My Bond are blue. WQAM.
3: Jamba. Okay, they're all out today in force. WQAM. Hey. Yes, sir. How are you? Okay.
15: Hey, uh, I have a concern, and the concern is that your show is turning more into the Randy Rhodes
3: show. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Oh, and then that's the end of the conversation. Huh? I think that was him again. I see. See, you know what really gets me? And you people are as transparent as a pane of glass. When when I was doing the bedtime stories, and remember this business we used to discuss whether the audience liked it, they didn't like it. No, no, don't don't do this. It's too political, and you're too critical of the president, and and all that is is a not even thinly veiled, a totally unveiled, a naked attempt to try to dissuade me from uh, expressing an alt- alternative point of view. This ain't the Randy Road Show. We got more people listening in five minutes than she's had ever since she's been on here put together. Okay, who are you kidding? This isn't light bulb radio, and that's what disturbs you. And if it's turning into something you don't like, anybody with a brain would turn it off. That's all you're trying to do, is do everything in your power. If you can't get me off the air, which you can't and won't, if you can't do that, try to make him go back just to being a simple Well, you know, we're trying to do a balance like we always have. A lot of fun, a lot of funny stuff, give people a few laughs, but also have something to say. Something different from the same swill, the same repetitious, la-da-da-da-da-ditto head crap that you hear nonstop 24 hours a day around the clock at every station in America. And, and if you think that has any impact on us, blow it out your ass. It doesn't. Has no impact on anybody. They're like a bunch of naked people running up and down the street. WQAM.
6: Yeah, can I have a
11: request please? WQAM. Hey, Stephanie! WQAM. Great balls of fire!
3: WQAM.
8: Hey, hey Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, as far as the Iraq situation is concerned, with oh. you know, all due respect to your opinion, uh, uh, we, we just can't, the United States, we, we can't sit around and wait for, for the inspectors to go around, going from place to place to find these mm-hmm. things. Uh, the, the, the Middle East hates us, no matter what we do. Yeah. If, we, if we restrain from doing it, if we do what we're going to do, then they're still going to hate us just as much, a little bit more. Well, no, let me ask you this. A mi- less, wait a minute. More, uh, wait huh? a
3: minute. The Middle East hates us, and and what's the rest of that?
8: Well, the Middle East hates us, so no matter what we
15: do... So, so, in other words, if we go
3: in there and start dropping bombs on Iraq, the The Middle Middle East is going to like us a lot?
15: It doesn't matter. There's no compromise with those people. So, let me say this. Assuming
3: assuming your argument is correct, okay? Okay. Assuming you're absolutely right for the sake of argument, then why should we risk the lives of all of those thousands and thousands of military people, those young people, Americans, and all the millions of people over there with whom we have no quarrel? The people in Baghdad aren't our enemies.
14: Well, we don't know that for sure. But those
3: people well, well, are very, very. Other we characters. don't know that for sure. So what should we do? Kill all of them? No, wipe fact, them I've out. We got a better idea. You no, know, that, that was a great concept. We don't know for sure who are, are, you know, which people are the enemy. So let's just kill everybody else.
9: Let God sort them out.
3: Let God sort it out. Let's just. We got all those nukes. They're just sitting there gathering dust. Let's just use them all. Okay, if you don't use it, you lose it. And let's carry this imperialistic thing to the ultimate. Let's just blow up the whole world, kill everybody else.
9: That's a good reason to go to war, too, because they don't like us. Right, they
3: don't like us. I see. I wonder why. And this is going to make them really love us. Like Connie said, now they will fear you. I noticed that the, the water Nazi did a really interesting job in this break. But that's okay because Ponytail is in Broward County and Flores is in Dade. You notice that? She's got our two wonderful live uh, pizza places. Back to back. Nice going there, Water Nazi. We know you don't make mistakes. We know that. Probably too busy with your O.J. blow-up doll back there. 11.52 at 5.60. I have a feeling, I could be wrong, I have a feeling it's a really good thing. we got that noon to one comedy bit hour coming up. Give us a nice respite so we can digest lunch in a relaxed and enjoyable manner. Yeah. And, and And you have nothing to fear, by the way, those of you who are concerned about whether I'm going to continue sitting here reading bedtime stories and trying to save the world from itself on this little tiny radio station in Miami. You have nothing to worry about because it's a waste of time, like I've said before. Look at the calls we just got. Just listen to the calls we just got. Where are the rest of the thoughtful people? Or all of the people who are voting on this poll who are strongly against it, who are concerned about it? Are they calling? No. No. Do they ever call? No. Do they have, No, of course not, because they're all sitting back, which is why politically the country, the pendulum is swinging so far to the right, because everybody else is in la-la land. They stole the election away from me. They stole your government away from me. And you're all back sitting around, of course, keeping you real busy trying to scrape a few cents together. That helps, too. That's part of the game plan. 11.53 at 560 WQM. Hey, you don't have to have a big budget to go to the pizza loft because their prices are incredibly low. Even Jeff Rimmer could afford to take his whole family there and pay for it. He wasn't too happy about it. But you'll be happy because the food is fresh. It's delicious. Every Monday is... Lasagna night every Tuesday's eggplant night at the Pizza Loft at both locations. By the way, buy one of these dinners on these nights, get the second one for only five bucks. Every Wednesday, like today, kids eat free with adults, and they can see Jeff's famous magic show. Every Thursday is bike night at the Loft. Come on a motorcycle, buy one dinner, get the second for a half price. Fresh, delicious pasta, all cooked to order. Three different kinds of great pizza. The best garlic rolls in the world. They got calzones. They got seafood, chicken, veal, and uh, uh, all kinds of other great Italian dishes that you'll love. You'll find them in the Davy. On University Drive between Griffin and 595, for a takeout or delivery there, call 954-916-8880. When you go in there tell them, you know, Rimmer can't afford it, please let him eat in here for free. We don't want to see a grown man cry. And in Plantation, now, the brand-new Pizza Loft location, right off the corner of Nob Hill and Sunrise, right behind Walgreens there, in that little strip shopping center, 954-382-1999. For takeout, delivery, and catering, 954-382-1999. Don't forget, that's a brand-new one. The same great food, the same low prices, the same friendly service, right behind Walgreens, Nob Hill and Sunrise in Plantation. Live live,
18: and local,
2: we're Sports Radio 560 QAM.
0: Where are it? Be at twelve to one hour on WQAF.
17: Ladies and gentlemen, if I could offer only one tip for the future, act strange, and people will leave you alone. The rest of my advice has no basis more reliable than my own meandering experience. Put a slinky around your neck and try to walk downstairs backwards, head first. Sit naked in a large bowl of Rice Krispies and sing feelings while the kernels go snap, crackle, and pop. Go up to a ticket booth and try to stick your head through the hole where they say how much. Lick a stranger. Tell him you're from Bosnia and your country, it's a sign of respect. Take lots of pills. One of them might work. Occasionally ask a stranger if they've heard anything from Lewis. Be annoying. During an IRS audit, staple the guy's hand to his desk. Moon a funeral. Play go fetch with a seeing eye dog while he's working. Run naked through a mall yelling, killer bees, killer bees. Say the word titty without smiling. Try to figure out who said Paulie Shore should star in movies. Don't be surprised if it's the same guy who said John Gacy should work with kids. Ask an old lady if you can carry her groceries and try to make a run for it. Disappear for great lengths of time. Try to touch your forehead with your tongue. It may not work, but many women will appreciate the effort. At a high school reunion, tell your old English teacher that your dog's still eating your homework. Ask Mark McGuire if he'll take a million dollars for one of his balls. Try to find the secret to Carrot Top's success. Understand your conception was an accident, that your parents got wasted and wanted a few more laughs before they passed out. Try not to lose your finger in your nose. Pick up Bob Costas and toss him on the lawn next door. Go on a car trip with Bob Costas and force him to stay in his car seat. Try to dribble Bob Costas. Ask all your friends and family for forgiveness. Knowing you, you've done some crap that's really pissed them off. Wish no ill will to anyone. Unless you don't like them, then screw them, they're on their own. Realize anyone who says they're completely happy are completely full of crap. Ask a hell's angel if he's a woman, or has he always walked like that? Understand that there are bad people in the world, and you may just be one of them. Sniff an old lady. Imagine Gomer Pyle in a gay bar trying to get lucky. Do this without laughing. Find what's left of your innocence. Understand it. Embrace it. Protect it. And every so often, take it out for a nice nosh. Care enough not to care. Hum while you eat. Act strange, and people will leave you alone.
13: Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind, the true Hollywood celebrity music biography profile story. We take a good, hard, stiff look into stardom. As America's new patriotism takes hold, what better time to reconsider some British girl who thought she had the right to sing a song about our great country. Yeah, that's right. I'm talking about you, Kim Wilde. (laughs) Like it's time we added the name of Kim Wilde to an ever-growing Kim axis of evil. President George W. Bush lashed out at Kim Wilde in a recent state of the basic cable celebrity profile address.
19: There are plenty of fine Americans who could have provided an upbeat but somewhat critical pop tune about our young
2: people. We cannot allow this British import to go unpunished.
13: The president went on to point out that even the singer's follow-up hit, You Keep Me Hanging On, was a remake. Of an American song.
4: Look, will you people let me go? I mean, set me free, why don't you?
13: Tonight, Kim Wilde speaks to us from her wire enclosure at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba.
5: I appeal to the United States to
12: realize that having two lousy hits and then disappearing off the radar well
5: it's punishment enough. (laughs)
13: Lawyers for the prosecution are prepared to argue that Kim Wilde's music actually punished us back in the eighties. It's a big, juicy, sobbing wet look at show business tonight on Inside the Behind. Shut up, everybody!
5: Huh?
0: Ginger Rogers takes a mouthful of the sausage and in Jorge's pants. That pipe-smoker and uncircumcised Q-Woo-Bin Engage in a fecal a (laughs) day. I'm a cranky homophobe Not that I mind it, but I'm way too old I fantasize about being in bed In a tryst with Fiedler, my man-friend I'll kiss and make up with Ginger some day You will And then ask him to rape my bun Over and over again Though I would not feel remorseful And I would not be ashamed About a ginger and more gay union Just boning and stroking away Boy, baby, tell me you're not my type (laughs) You sound like a nine year old kid. Only a macho, manly guy.
19: You don't notice. Me.
0: That makes me flip my wig. If Ginger was a lover of
10: mine,
0: I'd bury my bulbous, many nose inside his pimply rear end. No, I would not be a sport home If I was not a closeted fay That's why a ginger, ginger and mo gay union gay. Would make me feel giddy and gay. gay. Everybody
19: follow
0: my bouncing balls Yeah, ginger, ginger and mo gay union ah. Would make my sore oh, old bony hair feel safe If we I'm had a ginger and mo gay, gay, gay. Gay, gay union and he wouldn't have to get me raped. Oh, I
19: don't like all the hard Don't, don't, do Every time I see, don't, don't, that
6: retarded dimwit. Don't, don't, do With President Thumb- oh. Republican muscle in an inarticulate idiot. I don't know
19: why they would want this guy, but now he's here. Screw are the next four years
6: with President Thumbs President Thumb- He's President Dumpsh. You don't care what it took. You got him in by hook or crook. The Christian right knows what's best. You and I have no fear. We've got a great leader here with President
19: Dumpsh. President Dumpsh. President Dumpsh.
4: I was standing there one day, not thinking I would die from being able to make doo doo. I should never
19: eat McDonald's. A Big Mac must be trapped inside my bowels. How can you die from infected bars? Let these butcher doctors in. Now my heart stops. You smoked at Sinai, tore my intestines out. I guess I should have known what to expect living in Miami with the kind of service
22: you get in this
19: town. I would act and leave tomorrow if I didn't eat that crap I swallowed. <laughs> Why can't you lend me some tic-a-lap? I'm dying over here. Why can't you, losers, get it right? My vowels were blocked. Inside my high can't make my turds go
3: out. Look at that, he just can't leave. Okay, go to lunch already, will you please, before we play some really good stuff? It's uh, eight minute. Eight minutes past noon at 5.60 QAM. See that nervous laugh? Now, this poster in uh, the Sun Sentinel, this Smallville poster, first of all, it's much into about nothing. It's like not, it's you know. It's nothing. It's really very bad, and it's like dark and... Uh, it didn't even party. No, and and the interesting part of it is, though, you notice, he's Clark is way off to the side, and there's Lana, and way in the back is like... Now, is he like doing a Clemenza in this? Looks like he's taking a leak in the field or something, doesn't it? <laughs> Huh? Where are his hands? They're Yeah, up by the I mean, there. far be it for me to be one of the... I mean, he's kind of like looking out of the corner of his eye to make sure she ain't uh, looking, and she's looking like off to the side. Because, you know, you notice in all the episodes, what's that been on, like a year and a half now? Something like that. Never touched her, much less kiss. Wow. I'm, never a touch, never like a, a little, you know, on the shoulder, a little uh anything. Am I right about that? Maybe he... Oh, no, I take that back because when What's-His-Name died, when the word came back that, remember they had the crazy, uh, what was his name, the boyfriend, the blonde kid that went oh, off I to, I forgot. Whatever his name Crazy was. kid. And then he, like, comforted her. He <laughs> gave her a comforter. But that's it.
9: Maybe he's afraid he'll hurt her.
3: Yeah, he sure wasn't afraid of hurting Chloe yesterday. And, then, of course, this, she's got to come running in here right when it's getting good. He's got his shirt off. She's rolling around on top of him. And then the little red thing popped out, you know, like, just like that. <laughs> the red rock. The little red rock popped off. Well, he is from outer space. How's the poll coming, Neil? Leaf being freaked poll. Let's see. What's your take on war with Iraq? I noticed that some of our people are responding to FreeRepublic.com, and rightfully so. Nice job. I mean, these these people have no life. They sit around. First of all, I could almost understand if they're so politically paranoid that they want to distort the views of the public. But if it's on a CNN poll, an MSNBC poll, something like that, something that you know that the public pays any attention to, Time Magazine poll. But Neil Rogers in Miami? Who the hell... I mean, what? what this is for fun among our li- listeners. But they're so damn paranoid that even this... Ah, we found one! It's something for them to do, you know, on days when they're not playing golf. 813 votes. What's your take on war with Iraq? All for it. Let's rule 218. I'm strongly against it. 213. Getting pretty close. All your freepers out there. Better get busy. Haven't been convinced it's justified. 195. I support it, but I'm nervous about it. 106. Let's take care of North Korea for a sixty four and just don't know seventeen. I dunno. I do know one thing, boy. all that food. Thanks again to Corky's. that was great, but don't do it again. Oh man. Do you have you got any idea of the volume of food uh, I, I consumed yeah. in here? I got an idea. I saw what it. I mean. Just ungodly. I need a with, lift? I need a ride home? I a lift, not a ride. I need a <laughs> lift like with a crane. With a crane. Hey, by the way, guys, size does matter, not the size of your puppet, we're not talking about. According to the Florida Department of Labor, computer professionals have really big ones, big, fat, impressive paychecks. According to the state of Florida, computer careers are among the highest paid and in highest demand, a great combination. Train can help you achieve your new high-paying computer career in just four short months. They've got locations in Kendall, in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and Pembroke Pines. With day, evening, and weekend schedules, there's no excuse to stay in your dead-end job and and working for crap. Pick up the phone right now and start making a real living. Call 866-FAST-TRAIN-TOOL-FREE. That's 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. They've got full-time job placement and guaranteed financing, too. Check them out of the web at FastTrain.com or call them this moment instantly. There's no obligation. They'll explain it to you. 1-866-FAST-TRAIN because you can have a really big paycheck, too. With a computer career from our friends at Fast Train. Live
2: and local, this is Sports Radio
0: 560. Q-A-M. Q-A-M. It
4: is funny. Well, congratulations. Get a life. Did you see
0: our ratings for the last book? Yeah, I know
19: what that is.
0: Sure. Couldn't possibly be us. Watch your back. back, back oh, or you won't wait for more. Back, back, oh, wait oh, wait for no more. No more. No more. No more.
10: Watch your back. Or you won't wait for more. No more.
19: I got
0: enough I gotta think about on top of getting raped, in, and I don't need a rating that's a minus eight. Don't care what you do,
19: long as it's understood, you gotta
0: wake a little harder on the guests you book. Or else you've to go. There's a lot of fat producers, you know.
19: That's right. Watch your back,
0: Jack, or, you you oh, no mo, no 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 or you won't wait for Moe, no Moe, no Moe, no Moe, Watch your back, Jack, you won't wait for Moe, no Moe. Oh, brother, all that blubber, I don't understand well, you can eat from a trough while using both hands. you big
19: fat
0: fat, you made a rating school. you just like Clinton, it's all your
19: fault.
0: Better straighten your fat ass out. Well, we'll take the food out of your mouth. That's right, touch right. 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 your, right. right. your back.
19: Or you won't wait for no more, no 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 your back no, you won't wait no more.
0: Listen what we say! Watch your
5: back,
19: Zach, or you won't wait for Moe no more, no more, no more, no more.
0: Watch your back,
5: Zach,
19: or you won't wait for Moe no more. You
5: know who I am? You're lucky you got a job here. Say that one more time and you're all
19: You love Shakira's top ten hit. Underneath your clothes. Her new album, Shakira Sings Other
5: People's Hits.
19: She already made music history by recording her first English language album. And now she's taking her art form to the next level by re recording songs that were already hits in English, only this time they're in English again. Shakira sings other people's hits.
5: Shakira Sings
19: Other People's Hits. If you really, really like Shakira's CD, Laundry Service, then you'll really,
22: really, really like her new CD. Shakira Sings Other People's Hits. No tenemos en español en esos momentos.
20: Addiction. Hey, uh, honey, can I buy you a drink? Vineguito, Joey D. Hey, Joey D, that's uh, me, yeah. He asked her, do you come here often? What's a babe like you doing in a balls-up joint like this? Can I get you a drink on me? Hey, uh, don't mind uh, the sore on my lip. It's temporary, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, don't go away. You know, you're beautiful babe. I like that fish in that skirt. That's beautiful. Remind me of my mother Bloodshot eyes, he got to pee now Be
19: right back, sweetie, just going to drain the dragon Where's his chinos way too tight Oh, yeah, but don't I look good Breaks out a wad of fifties when the check comes Yeah, I'm in the union Then expects her to spend the night What do you mean, no? What do you mean? Yes, she talks to Guido Come on, honey. They all wear fancy gold chains. Come on, sweetie, I'll show you a good oh, time. Oh yeah, she talks to Guidos. Come on, baby. All looks and no brains. Oh, you mean no brains? Who said that? Hey. Yeah, she talks Come to Guidos. Here. Come here. Let's fight. But hey. she's wise to get tricks. Hey, where are you? Oh yeah, she talks where to Guidos. You? Come in. Hey what where you
5: going? Come back, sweet hey.
9: Come in, sweetie. Come back, honey. This is former Vice President of the United States, Al Gore. I have recently poked my head out of the shadows of oblivion to take pot shots at the president. I have reappeared, much like Puckitani Phil, the groundhog creature that reappears each year to determine whether or not we'll have an early spring. I wish it to be known that it was I who was responsible for saving the lives of those nine miners in Pennsylvania over the weekend. I had asked the media to keep my name out of it as not to appear a spotlight hog. However, I feel the American people have a right to know the truth. Here's what happened. Upon hearing of this unfortunate accident, I raced to the scene. I lowered myself into the mine, using an old Ron Popeil pocket fisherman and some bailing wire. Down, 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 into the depths of darkness I sank, never thinking of my own safety, but rather of the safety of those men on the ground. When I reached the miners, they said to me, "'Hey!' You're the guy that invented the Internet, right? I said yes. We all had a Mike's Hard Lemonade, which I brought with me down into the hole, and then we sat around and reenacted the fart scene from Blazing Saddles. I thought you should know the truth. And now, much like the groundhog creature pucks the tawny filth, I'll sink back into the darkness of oblivion until I am needed again. This is Al Gore, Superhero meet
20: Joe he's rich he's handsome he has great taste in furniture and he has 20 beautiful women interested in him but there's a twist he's not interested in them it's Joe homosexual Fox's newest reality romance show. See what happens when these lovely ladies try to get Joe to switch teams.
5: Uh, He didn't want to talk to me at all. He he just wanted to see more pictures of my brother.
20: Don't miss Joe Homosexual.
5: We were supposed to have a romantic dinner together alone, but I didn't know he was also bringing Cliff his...
4: Friends.
20: and be sure to catch the final episode of joe homosexual when joe pops the big question
5: sandra yes joe <laughs> would you leave me a clip
20: alone for a few minutes Whatever. Joe Homosexual, Run right after Boston Public Bathhouse, only on Fox.
0: This weekend,
14: Iraq,
2: Iraq, Iraq, Libya, Syria, it's the Weapons of Mass Destruction World Tour. World Tour. Coming to the botulitis Coliseum. Only the strong survive. Saturday, see radiation, cyanide, Sam, and the Undertaker. Annihilate the Axis of Evil in a steel cage, dead lumberjack match. Also scheduled to appear, cholera,
1: Open mouth and stone dead Steve Austin. Unleash
2: the power. <laughs> (laughs) Can you smell what Steve Seren is cooking?
10: It's Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The crowd will shake, the world will quake
2: with the atomic thunder. Of anti-anthrax, big Al-Qaeda, mean Mr. Mustard, and Goldberg in the world heavyweight title match. Feel the sting of a sore loser in the smallpox battle royale. There is no vaccine. When you catch the be- be- beaver of contagious hand-to-hand Mortal combat. the weapons of mass destruction world
19: tour. World tour.
2: This, this
3: weekend and
19: the light is to see him. at the
2: Foxy
3: Lighters Coliseum. At 560, don't step on me again. At 560 WQM, I think Hank's gonna get food from Corky's today too. I just had that feeling.
21: Because like evidently you heard there.
3: me yesterday, Jones and it, and so they, they decided probably it would appear they're going to send some to everybody. Huh? Just to cover their bases. Why not spread it around a little bit? The offer could use another meal. <laughs> not too much now, okay? <laughs> Don't be gorging with those potato pancakes nice. and that kishki and those delicious Reuben sandwiches like the half of one I had. I Seriously, I had enough food for four people easily today, and I didn't want any. I was just, you know, wanted a little brisket, a little taste. Just enough to wet your beak? Enough to wet my beak. 913 votes on the poll. (laughs) Thanks so much, all you freepers out there, your freerepublic.com, you very intense people, for helping to fund our gay agenda on this program. Helping to fund all of our liberal causes, okay? 913 votes. What's your take on the war with Iraq? I'm strongly against it. 256. All for it. Let's roll. I just changed again. Wait a minute. Let's see. I'm strong against it. 257. Out of 918. All for it, let's roll 253. Oh. Uh Haven't been uh, convinced yet that it's justified, 213. I support it, but I'm nervous about it, 110. Let's take care of North Korea first. 66, and I just don't know, don't know, 19 people
10: yeah.
3: said that. Speaking of not knowing, have you ever been presented with an opportunity when you should have, could have, or would have done something but you just didn't do it, you couldn't pull the trigger, so to speak? Well, here's an incredible Fannie Mae mortgage rate waiting for you out there at just 3.45%. This rate is available by calling Financial Group toll-free at 1-800-940-5363. If you were to compare a 7% rate with 3.45%, you'd save $3,500 in the first-year loan for each 100000 you owe. $100,000 cost you only $447 a month. Here's an opportunity that won't last because it's a 40-year low. So if you're really thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, here's the smart thing to do. Get the information. There's no obligation. Call Financial Group and they'll tell you how this works. Call 1-800-940-5363. The process is simple, and like I said, the call is free. 1-800-940-LEND. Financial Group has been an equal housing lender to thousands of borrowers with this Fannie Mae program, and they can do the same for you. Credit restrictions do apply, and rates are subject to change if you wait too long. 5.34 APR. Call Financial Group today, 1-800-940-LEND. My
2: and local, This is
3: Sports
10: Radio 560.
5: If I am guilty of anything, it is of giving all that I have to ha- all that I have to give my penis, my buttocks, my lower torso, thighs, and any other area that they want it. to help children all over the world. Good morning, Sony Music.
2: Mm-hmm. Tell me Matolia, please, huh? Master's calling oh. is the king of pop. Come again? Oh. No, thank you.
10: Oh.
17: <laughs> And this is in regards to... It's
10: a personal matter. Ow.
17: Please hold.
2: Hello. Hello, it's Michael. Who, the track kid? No, that's Michael Johnson. Oh, the basketball guy? No, that's Michael Jordan. But well, who is this? Um, I am going to protest you and your devil-like qualities with my fans. Hey, newsflash, freak boy. You don't have any fans. Otherwise, they would have bought that horrible record you handed me. Oh, come on. Can you feel that? How about that? What are you talking about, Tinkerbell? I have a Timmy Motorola voodoo doll, and I'm sticking pins in your marble bag area. Hey, sicko! Do you feel that? Don't lie. Listen, Headcase, are we done here? You have to let me out of my No, please. No. But I really need to... I'll be there. No! Oh, here we go with the singing. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, you'll be there. Uh, You'll be where you gotta be, kid, okay? I got lunch with Chuck Mangione. I love it. That funny Adi he wears. Hey, adios, Fruit Loops. My best of Bubbles, you wackadoo.
10: Can you feel that? Come on.
19: The Frinko and Debbie Rowe got married down under. Did they make hot monkey love? can't help but want to talk about Wacko, Wacko, Jacko, Jacko, Michael, Michael got wet. Making love to Debbie Rowe with a llama in their bed. Debbie's been injected with the seed from Michael's loin. When the baby pops right out, he'll have a gloved hand on his groin. That's because Wacko, Wacko, Jacko, Jacko. Michael, Michael has sex Debbie says she'll be his wife Just keep
1: writing those checks You are to be happy and to be feeling carefree because President Saddam Hussein has defeated the infidel Clinton and the satanic America while causing great embarrassment to the covetous and inflicting great pain on our enemies during the recent U.N. inspection standoff. This is why, my fellow Iraqi citizens, Baghdad McDonald is to be celebrating most strenuously this weekend. Yes, yes. Automatic weapons are to be fired into the air without regard for human safety as you enter the Baghdad McDonald's. Bring what remains of your family to be meeting Ronald Mohammed at the door.
20: Do not be forgetting, at noon today, I am to be chopping off the hands of the hamburger. <laughs>
1: you are to be sending the fruit of your loins to play in the kitty bunker as you choose from a most tempting menu that includes... Big Macs with secret fish mac boom sandwiches, the quarter pounder with fused, not to be forgetting our famous flies. <laughs> yes, my fellow Iraqi citizens, we are to be celebrating our wondrous leader Saddam Hussein's victory over the soulless ones of the United Nations. And eat this weekend at the Baghdad McDonald's. A portion of posse will
2: be given to our great leader Saddam Hussein's most secretive researching program to be building weapons of mass destruction.
19: No Sodom's hiding a lot
20: more than guns.
12: Yes. They say they're weapons
20: of mass destruction. I say we send
19: a couple megatons bombing rock.
12: In the Gulf War, we let him off the hook.
19: I think it's time to give his butt a wolf. So it's time to load those wee ones up. Barney Rock. All right.
6: Barney Rock.
19: Till there's nothing left to see. Barney Rock. Till seven, six feet deep. Barney Rock. Blow up the cream the Rock And they say he's got some dirt And chemicals that burn And then he might load them up on scuds
5: If we let the prepare we better be well Because some of them smell won't be dirt.
19: Bomb rock.
18: Bring it to an end, Bomb rock. we blow him up again,
19: Bomb here, rock. Live on CNN.
22: This one to so let all you people know how a stoners feel You know real high uh, can you pass the Brownies Look at that pot so glorious at the age and I was curious so I asked my mom for some cannabis used to smoke before school on the bus Got my friends to love the pot. Every day even out, we just can't stop. One day we even tote up with a cop. Smoking a big fat hookah, say I plant my seeds, 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 for my weed, weed, weed. Wish it we're free, free, free. Gonna run again, say I plant my seeds, 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 for my weed, 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 for my bong. Let me smoke that bong.
5: Yeah.
22: Baby that bum bum bong, 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 I love it when I smoke the bong. Just like Cheech and Chong. Yeah, yeah. That bong, bum bong, bong, bong. Look at that pot, so glorious. At the age of nine, I was curious. So I asked my mom for some cannabis. Used to smoke before school on the bus. Got my friends to love the pot. Every day of and out, just can't stop. One day we even took up with a cop. Smoking a big fat hookah. Say I plant my seeds, seeds, seeds. For my weeds. We weed,
12: when shit, we're
22: free, free, free Gonna roll it again, see, i plant my seeds, seeds, seeds For my weed, 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 for my bong Let me smoke that bong Baby, that bong, 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 bong I love it when I smoke the bong Just like Cheech and Chong, yeah, yeah That bong, 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 bong
3: Hey, Jimmy, man. Yeah, yeah, pass it right over here. <coughs> oh, yeah. Now, you know, when the beast loses the rest of the way, he gets down uh, oh. to a spelt 180 or whatever it's going to be. There are going to be some people in this building say, you know, I liked him better when he was fat. You know that somebody's going to say that, don't you? Somebody they're, will. They're always assholes who say things like that. I liked someone so better when they were typically. fat. Yeah, Fat Boy will say that. Josh Friedman will say that. Anybody else? 20 till 1 at 560. Krim. how's that poll coming? The Freepers are back again, baby. They're on it. And thank you so much for your assistance to our homosexual left-wing agenda. What's your take on war with Iraq? 964 votes. Shocking. All for it. Let's roll 270. Strongly against it, 269. Haven't been convinced it's justified 223. I support it, but I'm nervous about it, 113. Let's take care of North Korea first, 68. And 21 people... From the Greg Reed School of Life say, don't know, don't know. I'll tell you one thing, if your life is uh, turning to crap because you don't feel good when you get out of the sack in the morning, probably because your mattress is a piece of crap. It's lumpy, it's bumpy. Maybe it wasn't all so great in the first place. If you get you a great new name brand mattress, some Dollar Mattress, one thing you can be sure of is you're going to get a great night's sleep, night after night, and feel super when you hop out of the sack in the morning. They carry all the top names. they got Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, every size and style. And the best part of the deal is when it comes to price, delivery, and uh, 30-day in-home thing. What do you call it? An in-home thing. (laughs) Wow. I don't know what you call it. Comfort guarantee. In other words, you get a chance to sleep on it for up to 30 days. Hey, listen, my blood sugar is 920. You ought to be real kissing the ground that I can actually speak in here right now. That's uh, two days this week. Right through the freaking roof, baby. I think it's a conspiracy. I think Mo done it. Anyway, here's the deal. Call a Mattress Tool Free at 1-800-Mattress. Pick out exactly the kind of mattress you like and they'll be there in no time knocking in your door, taking away the crappy old bedding and setting up your great new one. Like I said, you got 30 day comfort exchange period to make sure it's the right mattress for you and your back. They show up when you want them. You got any day, seven days a week, that kind of delivery when you want to be there. Any two hour window, noon to two, one to three, et cetera. And everyday low prices that are absolutely unbeatable in those expensive, overpriced bedding and department stores. Call them right now. You'll be sleeping like a child tonight. one 800 mattress, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S.
2: Live and local. This, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. Ooh. QAM.
7: It's G. Gordon Liddy, and they don't come any worse than Neil Rogers.
19: I got warrants. They're multiplying.
5: my in different sizes. It's terrifying! When you stand up with all those things down there, can't see your heart hang on you. you gotta check up, go see the laser man, and get those goddamn things removed. General Ward, I will the ugly warts. Boom,
19: General I the ugly I ugly General Ward, the ugly my thighs to my knees, i got disease. General Ward, I the ugly, ugly, ugly Ugly, genital Works Udly, ugly, ugly warts! Ooh, ooh, ooh! Udly genital ugly, ugly yeah, come on all you big strong men Uncle Sam needs your help again There's a guy who's kind of a pain He goes by the name of Saddam
9: Hussein. We'll shoot him dead and put him in the soil And then we're gonna take his oil And it's one, two, three
19: What are we fighting for? Don't ask me, I don't give a crap Next stop is old Iraq And it's five, six, seven Fire up the F-16s bill hey, we'll blow it all Sign. We'll do it, George, and you'll be glad. I hope you do it better than your dad. Gotta go see if that guy Saddam has really got itself an atomic bomb. You know we'll never make peace with this creep. The U.N. can take a flying leap. And it's one, two, three. What are we fighting for? Pretty soon the whole Middle East will be a spot of Greece. And it's five, six, seven. Here comes the apocalypse. Well two world wars did didn't do much harm. Maybe the third time a charm and it's one, two, three. What are we fighting for? Don't ask me, I
2: don't give a crap. Next time Oh, fat ass Rosie, please go away. Find a new way to attack a buffet. Go
19: home and eat your ho-hos. Till you
17: explode,
19: just like your fat, fat chud and ladies have to buy two seats on a plane. Spinning your fingers that have yellow stain from Cheetos, can't see your toes. Master Piggy, who knows? Proud to be fat, disgusting and pasty, oh.
0: You make the shudder women smile They like a gal who's fat and
19: sassy Big, smelly, fat, so repulsive and vile Your body, cheese smells like a crapper After it was occupied by Ed Asner. Need a shoehorn to get into your car Cause you're too goddamn wild Oink and squeal, oink and squeal, oink and squeal, fat lady. Living with your lover, lesbian, slobbering and snorting the tree between her knees. Mashed potato yeast, smells fishy to me, laughing up a tuna that's moist and tasty, hey. Emphatically, he denied. He was bending his mind. He ain't revealing a thing. He ain't revealing a thing. Don't no, care about when he ever did. George pushed you back when he was a kid. it was a favorite thing. George and Junior he wants the White House to be all here Like a six-shot rich guy So he can admit he feels like this George's cup was the best time of his life oh, That's the way it was He had a
18: nose full
19: of, of cup But he denies it today George Bush, you you'll know never know get, it get him to it. say oh, 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 He was a favorite guy
3: 1250, 10 to 1 at 560 WQM. Another year's come and gone, and a lot of folks out there made uh, New Year's resolutions, for example, like putting your house back in order, making it look like respectable, especially after all those holidays. Here's the answer to help you. Dry concepts have been using in my house for over 20 years, and I guarantee you, nobody in the world does the job that they do for you. They give you a written, guaranteed price before they start, and when they finish, you look around and you think a miracle worker's been in your house. And guess what? They have. Because they're the only ones in the world who dry clean your carpets. It's an exclusive patented method. And when they get done, because they get out even the deepest dirt in the fibers of your carpet, they look just like brand new. They smell them any fresh. They dry in a few hours. And like I said, you'll always be amazed at how great they look. So whether it's time to clean your carpeting, your upholstery, leather furniture, whether you want to get rid of pet orders or mildew orders uh, from uh, water damage, no problem. Dry Concepts is here for you. Call them toll-free from anywhere, 1-800-248-5071. 1-800-248-5071, where you can check out more about the amazing things they do for you on our website, dryconcepts.com. Dry Concepts, clean today, entertain tonight. Not just a slogan, it's their business at Dry Concepts. We're Sports
2: Radio 560, <laughs> QAM.
19: Go back to Canada, you cute bastards.
0: Every ten minutes I gotta empty this goddamn bag Hey, who the hell are you? My name is Carlos Yeah, well get your ass out of that sink I gotta wash these H-pots off my head Okay, I
17: promise I will
0: What are you doing in there anyway?
17: I am washing my balls Well get out of there now Okay, I promise I will
0: well, Wait, 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 wait something Yes I kinda like the way your balls are floating there all that uh, hardware in your face. Uh, kind of sexy. Glassy. I like that phone in your nose. Here, please, let me touch you. No, it. no.
19: You are a very bad man. You're not my type. I'll
0: man. give you a dollar. Okay. Hey, yeah. Say, let me give you a hand washing your balls.
19: No. Leave me alone. I will not be your bitch. <laughs>
0: Come, on,
12: Come on, pal. No. Trust me. You'll get used to it. Please. I have no vodka, yeah, no my. motor car. Not a you single understand.
0: luxury. I'll give you another dollar.
19: Okay. <laughs> yeah, what do you
0: got down there? Some kind of meat grand innit? I promise I will. Oh, I can't get out.
19: I pierced my hole, too. <laughs> got a few cans, and that uranium he bought from France. He made us angry, yeah, just a tad. Let's give him a light so he can see Baghdad. It's an American bomb. It's an American bomb. We'll chop him off to till he cries for his mom. It's an But now you need some more of these American bombs It's an American bomb It's an American bomb It's an American bomb,
3: an American bomb. Trump 59, 560, WQMR, pull a 1,009 votes oh! Shocking, amazing, and I bet you at least 20 or 30 of my real, too What's your take on the war with Iraq? I'm strongly against it. 279. All for it. Let's roll 276. You see that? You following that? I follow it. Keep your eye on the bouncing votes. Haven't been convinced it's justified, 240. I support it, but I'm really nervous about it, 123. Let's take care of North Korea first, 70. Oh! And don't know 21. 21 diddlers out there just, eh, they don't know. What? Well, no matter what the question is, they just don't freaking know. You know? No, I don't know. I don't either. Anyway, I do know the lineup, which I haven't given all day today. Maybe it's because my blood sugar was 8.50 or something like that. We got the Mad Dog coming up next. He's sitting by in the other room. We got the Humper. Hank Goldberg will be in the studio 3 to 7. And I'm sure that Corky is going to bring in the Humper food. If they know what's good for him, you know what I'm saying? He gets really surly if you don't get his food. A lot. Often. 7 o'clock, we got Chitko Panther P. with The Panthers and the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> At the at 7.30 tonight. Then we got Eddie K after the hockey game from G.A. and Joe and Mark overnight. And in closing, only one thing to say, and it is go, leaves go. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale.
17: Cunnilingus and psychiatry brought us to this.